Wrestling podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, retweeted by Freddie Prince Jr. himself, baby. He's all that. Dan Black, aka Dutsky Black Amora, aka Donnie Kayfabe, aka Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling, <laughs> a.k.a. the modern-day goof Raja. WWE Champion, Jinder Mayhem. Not changing my lifestyle. I'm four or five women every day of my life. Coming at you like Scott Bakula, baby, baby. Let's take a quantum leap. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba gabba wee gabba gabba gay Yeah gabba gabba, 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 gabba wee gabba. yeah the girl she is mine and uh, uh, uh. I have been here for 12 years <coughs> Damn. She's fine What up Jabroniacs we are back in action Bro Satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy shock wrestling reaction. Jabroniacs, it is here. We are officially in hashtag adult wrestling fan week. My stand up special, adult wrestling fan, uh, a stand up special with all professional wrestling material, is out this Friday. The Friday, the go-home Friday to the Royal Rumble, Friday, January 25th. You can watch it free at adultwrestling.com. Check it out. This was a real labor of love, uh, an awesome project to make, and uh, and uh, uh, it features Dolph Ziggler on it, and it's a great time, and I think you're going to really dig it. Um, if you've seen it already, uh, because you're uh, on our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling, and you're a producer, and you got a preview of it, um, or you uh, hacked the system, uh, make sure to share it, get the word out. Remember, this podcast is grassroots, and uh, we could use your word of mouth is our game, baby. And if you really dig what we're doing and you think this was cool, we got bigger and better v- visions in our head that just need your support to get there. So uh, tweet it out. Be a loud and proud adult wrestling fan by sharing adult wrestling fan. Say so, This is what I think is funny. A special about all professional wrestling. I think you really dig it. Um, so, uh, yeah, go to adultwrestlingfan.com and you can check it out. So, as I've been saying, the adult wrestling fan move, uh, movement is here, okay? The hashtag adult wrestling fan movement is here. The special is the beginning of us shedding the stigma of people thinking that if you like professional wrestling, you're bullshit, saying that wrestling is a less valid form of entertainment than, let's say, football, right? That WrestleMania is somehow less than uh, the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, the Super Bowl, you're allowed to like it. I'm not, not knocking it. It's not for me. I don't understand it. It's not fun or cool, but uh, uh, not my bad. But yeah, it's about being proud. Uh, 
uh, of being of liking wrestling at adult age and appreciating the art of professional wrestling. So hit that hashtag adult wrestling fan and uh, tell everyone on your social medias that you're into it, right? It doesn't share the special, uh, but also share pictures of you, videos of you, stories um, of you uh, 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 of you guys having moments where you were a proud adult wrestling fan. That can mean stuff that uh, moments where uh, uh, wrestling helped you get through something, or it helped you in a time in your life, or when you uh, 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 what watching professional wrestling means to you, or just as simple as hey, here's my rocking a Stone Cold uh, vest to the bank. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever uh, you're doing, I've been sending out pins, uh, adult wrestling pins to people hitting the hashtag secretly. I'm hitting them up, asking people for your addresses. Um, if you're on the Patreon, I already have your address, uh, but also. Uh, so hit that hashtag if you want to get a pin. Another way to get a pin is you could purchase our Adult Wrestling Fan Official Cow T-shirt, which is available right now at uh, our Pro Wrestling Tees store, which would be uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash comedians of wrestling. You could pick it up, and I'll mail you a pin on top of it uh, just by buying one. Uh, so uh, that's all you got to do. But, uh, yeah, share it. Uh Look, I'm really, I've had to watch this special a million times, and so I hadn't watched it in a couple of days, uh, or actually like it was like a week or something, and I had to watch the last edit to make sure something got fixed. Uh, there's always something going wrong when you're making a project like this. And I sat back, I watched it, and I was like, yep, yeah, I'm really proud of this. I'm really, uh, and uh, I saw it with fresh eyes, and I was like, you know what? Uh, think about all the work that went in to make this thing happen and not just on my end. That's the main thing. So uh, I just wanted to get a couple thank yous to, to some people who made this uh, special possible. Uh, one, I want to uh, 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 say thank you uh, to our editor, Tyler Eaton, who uh, spent hours and hours taking notes from us on uh, the mo uh, uh, from me and Shebs on the most minor the most minor things uh, in the edit. Uh, but if you need an editor, hit up Tyler Eden. Uh, get in touch with me, and I'll give you his information. He did an awesome job. Uh, I want to thank Anosh McAdams, who's in studio right now. Uh, helped us out with a bunch of graphics and stuff, which goes above and beyond what he uh, the, the line of service, the line of duty, to make uh, the special look even more polished. Uh, so thank you, Anosh. I can uh, tell yeah, you your yeah, face. Yeah, thank, yeah. And at the top thank of this for, podcast. Thank you for keeping me up till 3, 4 in the morning. Every Absolutely. night, my phone buzzing while my girlfriend's trying to sleep, and I'm like, "Don't worry, baby, it's business." Everything we do here, it's business, baby. Uh, no, but thank you, Anosh. Thanks to Jason Jabiro, company uh, man. Uh, uh, you'll you'll hear in this episode uh, for uh, directing and producing, helping me focus on just the creative elements of it. Uh, he can be a jerk, but he's uh, he's got a heart of gold. Jason Jabiro, thank you so much, and uh, 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 and thanks to Arlen Marmel. Uh, for, uh, you know, being Donnie Business. You know that. I'm sure there's a million other people I got to thank. I just don't want to spend all this time up top on the podcast. But uh, thank you anyone who came to the show. Uh, thanks to my parents for birthing me. Uh, both of my parents. I came out of my dad as well. It was a very unique situation. Not that unique. Everybody comes out of their dad, into their mom, and Absolutely. then out of their dad again. Oh, that, yeah. Spend a little time in that luxury condominium and you're inside your mother for a while. Absolutely. Nine months. Whole thing's catered. Fantastic. Weird thing about me, I still remember being a sperm. 
That's, that's very rare. You remember that? I remember that. I remember that. I I, I heard through my dad's scrotum. I remember hearing, uh, "Hey, <laughs> Daniel, what are you doing?" <laughs> you, well, uh, I heard this. I remember I was swimming around uh, in my dad's balls and can heard. You smell what the Rossi is kicking. All right, can anybody. You smell what the Rossi is kicking. All right, we heard it twice, baby. Twice as nice. Now everybody knows pff, we are in. Uh, what, what I'm calling here? What is this? My Christmas, okay? Yeah. Uh, this the Royal Rumble. Well, this is the go home podcast to the Royal Rumble, and uh, what an awesome way this weekend! You kick it off, watch, get off of work at the Heggie shop, right? Mm-hmm. And you go go to adultwrestlingfan.com, check out my special for free. All you gotta do is click on it, maybe share the link out. That'd be great. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, hit the adult uh, adult wrestling fan hashtag, and then boom, you got a whole weekend. NXT TakeOver Phoenix. You got uh, the Royal Rumble. Unbelievable, especially with how wrestling is panning out right now where it's like really, they really left it pretty up in the air. Like the Royal Rumble really is like the kickoff to uh, 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 the road to WrestleMania. But how does that pertain to Cow, the Community Wrestling Podcast here? Cow Mania, okay? Next week, I will have... Once we kick off the road to WrestleMania with the Royal Rumble, next week we'll come here. I'm going to have all the details about Calmania for you next week. All I got to tell you guys is that we will have an event. We have two events, WrestleMania weekend. One before, one will be before the actual WrestleMania, okay? And we'll have one show the Saturday before WrestleMania, okay? So plan on that. There will be two Two uh, two events. I'm calling them events, okay? Yeah. And those details will be coming at you next week, and we'll tell you how to get tickets and all that stuff. Uh, this weekend, by the way, anyone who's going to the Royal Rumble, I am going to the Royal Rumble uh, in Phoenix. I'm going to. We are having a cow. What was called on the Facebook page, means the wrestling Facebook page, talk about wrestling at four in the morning. That's right. And there's I blessed be, be the, the fruit. fruit. Uh, the annual Royal Rumble Cow Convention. Someone in the group labeled it annual, so this I guess this will be happening. I hope that, I mean, we got to have these. Uh, uh, but before the Royal Rumble, Sunday at 1 p.m. at Coach's Corner Grill, uh, we're going to be having a cow meet up there. Nice. So uh, look at the Facebook page for all the details. That'll all be on there. I'm hoping to make it, traffic permitting, but I should I should be there. I'm driving up that morning. But if you don't see me there after the Royal Rumble, I'm performing at um, Stand Up Phoenix Live on Dolph Ziggler and Friends. Uh, on his shows in the past, all these shows that are on big wrestling weekends, he has major wrestling guests not to mention look i'm not promising anything and i haven't even talked to him about this but i will say that um this this venue it's right after the rumble it's on the west coast so it's a lot earlier Mm. like i think it's like 10 o'clock yeah so on the east coast these shows start at midnight it's a lot earlier and it's right across the street from the uh uh uh, right across the street from the 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 whatever the diamondback stadium i forget what it's called uh like staples field or some shit uh it's right across the street from there and um i believe it's chase bank Chase, oh yeah, yeah, the Chase Bank Auditorium <laughs> and the Bingo Hall, uh, where the Royal, where the Royal, the, the 32nd Royal Rumble is happening. No, but Dolph Ziggler and Friends, uh, the stand-up show, uh, a lot of great people uh, should be on it. I'm going to be performing on it. Me, Sarah Tiana, Dolph Ziggler will be doing stand-up on that show, and you get tickets, uh, just Google it. It's uh, Stand-Up Live Phoenix. Should be a great time. Come, say what up to me. Uh, I can't wait to meet, meet all 
jabroniacs. Okay. Uh, hey, and maybe you might get you might get a pin, you might get a sticker. If you come say what up. All right. Anyway, let's. Hey, Anosh, what do you say? Should we get into the show? Should we? Should I press the bell? Okay, he said yes. Great. All right. <laughs> what do we got? We got a bunch of cash ins here. Beautiful. Beautiful. I was thinking about last week when we had our, uh, uh, I, I, I was driving and I, when I drive to the gym, uh, uh, spoiler alert guys, I go to the gym, man, okay? Uh, I, 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 a lot of times put on Spotify, love Spotify, this is a free commercial for Spotify, I especially love Spotify even more since we watched Magic Mike XL, oh, yeah. XXL on our bonus episode on patreon.com slash comedians wrestling, check it out, uh, great episode, and we got a great guest coming next week. For a bonus episode, by the way. I don't want to say who it is because I don't want her to cancel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but a couple of you asked for her, and uh, we're going to have her. But, uh, 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 what was it? Oh, he has that thing, moment where he's like, just like, in the steel mill, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't, I got, I don't have any terms for. Where he's in his like workshop. Yeah, his yeah. workbench. Yeah, and he's like doing. You know, whenever they do something where there's just flames. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you're like, whatever they're doing, it requires flames. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like on Spotify has <laughs> the most ridiculous product placement. Yeah, where his radio, there's no radio in sight, no phone in sight. You don't know where the music's coming from, and it just goes like, "Hey, Spotify, here's a special song coming at you." Like Spotify talks to you, yeah. but it's just because they wanted to say Spotify, and then they play Genuine Pony, and yeah. then he realizes like, "Yo, I, I can't be working in the shop. I gotta get sexy with it." Anyway, I totally missed the fact that there was a, a Spotify like as oh, it was I a, a radio. As if it was like a radio show. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the point is that when I drive to the gym, I go to Spotify, I put in WWE and go on random, and yeah. I just listen to wrestling songs when nice. I'm driving. And I was practicing my talk ups from remember the last week, right. where like you talk, uh, 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 I just hit random and then yeah, try yeah. to talk up a wrestling song. Like here, all right, all right. You want to try one? Yeah. All who right, is it? Who right, is it? I'm right. gonna right, tell right. you who it is. Does, are there lyrics in this song? I don't know. That's part of the goof of it. All right, let's, let's go. just see what happens. Okay, ready? Uh, well, I think it's you start and then I'll play the song a little bit. Okay. Do the call letters and then I'll play it. All right. Uh, you're listening to K E Q D, Buffalo, New York. See, that one's just like, you can't do it. You can't do it. Wrestling songs are already in it. Yes. So you can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to W K E W, baby. Hey, if you. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no, no lead up because they want the boom to happen right <laughs> yeah, away. There's no the music up. hits. It's like, all right. All right. You want to try another one? This one has a lead up. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, I will warn you that, like all wrestling songs, this lead up is pretty so it's pretty quick. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, you can get going. Wait, wait, wait a second. Give me a second. Let me. Uh, okay. All right, got it. You're listening to Q102 in the morning. We got Chris Brown in studio. <laughs> Sexy boy. Yeah. yeah that, all right, that one works. Yeah. That one works a little bit. All right. I am voice. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the nine to five after Randy Orton. Hey, baby, let's take him down a little bit. This is a cover by Stain of Randy Orton's Voices in My Head. Gabba wee, gabba gabba wee. I am voices in my head. That one. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. You want to? Uh, all right. You you want to try another one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait. Let me see if I have one that has an actual. Um. Oh my god. These wrestling songs are impossible. All right. You're listening to 95 PST. We got school closing announcements coming up. <laughs> as well as the dead man. The 
This one's just all talk up. This one you're supposed to just talk the whole time. This one you just go like, all right, everybody, you're listening to WPHQ. Coming at you, Undertaker style. You know, this reminds me when I was a kid and my elementary school was next to a cemetery. Ooh, spooky, Tony. You ever ever, ever been to a cemetery? I've never been to a cemetery because none of my family's dead. All right, hey, we'll finish the story. Come back. Coming at you, a little thunder crash. Gobble, 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 we Undertaker, baby, WrestleMania Could you? 35, Midlife Stadium, go. Could you imagine yeah. uh, a radio station that plays instead of like music from the real world, yeah. just wrestling music? No, As though it was like, oh, we got a new one from Randy Orton. <laughs> we have the same one yeah, from yeah, yeah, Shawn yeah. Michael. Alright, try this one a couple more times. Ready? Alright, uh, 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 ready? Uh, Newman, go, go. Bring it. High energy, high All energy. Right. You're listening to Q102 in the morning. We're going to make some prank calls later and we're going to talk to Trump about why he's a dickhead. <laughs> no, no, too no, long. no, no, no. Alright, let me try this one. Ready? It's always two. It's fucked up because it's two. Me- it's like one. It's like half a measure, and then the then the lyrics come in. Every other yeah. song in existence, it's like at least four measures. Yeah. Now you gotta go like, all right, everybody, you're listening to KC in the sunshine, man. What's up? Hey, I'm feeling sexy. You're feeling sexy. Go. <laughs> Oh my god, Jeff Hardy, like, get out of the show! Yeah. <laughs> Alright, everybody, we gotta, uh, no, sh- next week I'm gonna bring in some more songs that we'll ha- that we can have lead up still, okay? So- and we're, we have like a 5% success rate with these. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about this one? Smackdown coming back! Oh, no, that's not me singing Smackdown. Coming back to Fridays. Alright, hey, so look. We got a lot to talk about. It is the Go Hope Show to the Royal Rumble, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and 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 to celebrate, we got a we, I got we got a call coming up. We got a merch call coming up in a little bit. We're gonna have merch corner. Mm-hmm. We Orlin has his rebuttal uh, to the uh, to the uh, uh, the incident of last week. But yeah. hey, let's talk about the Royal Rumble. Look, I thought Raw and SmackDown this week were kind of like. They they really did nothing for me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, uh, th- there were some cool moments. There were some fire moments. There was some really good wrestling. Always great to see Vince. You know, a couple moments I particularly dug was like I really liked when Vince, the way he handled Daniel Bryan and AJ, where he goes like, "All right, get in the ring." Yeah. Like I had enough of this. Like right. enough of this. I like when he like exerts his uh, uh, authority. He's like, "I'm the boss. Here's what I'm telling you to do. Uh, if you if you do, if you don't do it, you're gonna be in breach." But ultimately, it felt like, and I don't know purposefully. I'm not exactly sure what their goals are here, but it felt like, hey, you'll see at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Which I think is a great tactic. It's like, um, we don't, meaning, how does that translate to the show? It's meaning like, you don't really, we don't really know how important, we don't really know where wrestlers stand right now. You know what I mean? There's some wrestlers right now who you think are in the Jabron zone. Uh, uh, oh, by the way. Your next stop, the Jabron zone. You know, some people you think they're in the fucking Jabron zone right, right now, right? But ultimately, uh, uh, they might be gearing up for something uh, spicy. Yeah. They might be in the spice zone. So, and then guys who you think are in the spice zone right now, like Finn Balor, might actually end up very deeply in the Jabron zone. <laughs> right. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh, 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 you know, and th- that might give you a. Uh, I can't find that drop. Okay. I know I have it. There it is. A shock uh, to the system. But anyway, so listen. All right, let's reset. Bro. 
Okay, yeah, but uh, right. So yeah. you don't really know. I think that's. I think the field is wide open, and I think that that's pretty fun. So I think like what we should talk about in terms of Royal Rumble is like kind of what you uh, what you want to see, yeah. what or, what the possibilities are. So I made a li- I made a list here. Okay, so I made this list, and it. But I wrote in here like, who realistically can win the Royal Rumble? It, I actually had a hard time thinking about like what this list is. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're like, a couple guys who I was on the fence about. But and right now this is for the men first. Then we could do the women. I have both lists. But um, but like when you're like, who can win? Sometimes you're like, no, no chance. But you're like, maybe. And then you start thinking back. But this is the list. I went through both rosters. And I think I had the complete list of guys who I think could win. And maybe you don't have them. Uh, uh, but let's just shoot like from the uh, 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 just right off the bat. Who do you think wins the men's Royal Rumble? Gun to the head. If you're wrong, the trigger is pulled and you are dead. Um... I'm going to say, I mean, it's super safe, but Rollins. Yeah. My, that's my pick is Seth Rollins. I think that uh, it feels like it's his year. They're in this place where, like, hey, we're going to push new talent. They're not going to really push, like, new, new, new. I, I don't think so. Right. Like, truly new talent. Shinsuke even was not, like, in the new zone entirely. He was a, like, a almost, you know, give or take in the Rollins zone right, right now, right, where I was like, hey, let's push this guy. Uh, uh, the, uh, this guy is is not a guy. It's not a conventional pick. It's not uh, a Batista, right? It's not a John Cena. So it feels like a big choice, and I think that's kind of where Vince is gonna land. And Seth Rollins is like the guy where it's like, hey, let's just take this guy from. Uh, he he just dropped the belt off him. Uh, he had the IC title. Let's just we need to elevate status of guys because I mean ultimately what it comes down to right now is something we've been talking about for a long time in this podcast that we haven't really felt the like effects of which is the fact that the talent pool in wrestling is 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 very wide it's very strong but not we don't have big stars right right and there's two ways to see it and I think they're both valid and I think they both are at play which is um, Vince has been relying on old talent for a long time, especially for WrestleMania. Uh, two Manias ago, we had Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. You're Goldberg, right. a fifty-year-old Goldberg, as the Universal Champion, took it off of Kevin Owens like two days before. Right, so they've been re- uh, 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 they've been relying on veteran talent, you know. Um, so uh, and then also the other side of it, which is that their ha- uh, stars haven't really been born. You know, so they're both two uh, sides of the same coin. Is that what's that the term yeah. I'm looking for? They're both at play here. Uh, you could blame Vince. He's not making talent. Or you could blame, you would say, oh, they don't have the star power. I think they're both at play. I think actually we don't, we don't have obvious stars. WB is really good at pushing obvious stars. Like AJ Styles came in and was just a stud. Mm-hmm. And Vince was like, yeah, I, uh, this guy's amazing. Gave his first wrestle, he wasn't. He had a match in his first WrestleMania, a singles match versus Chris Jericho. He did lose, but uh, there weren't that many singles match for for not for a title on that card, mm-hmm. you know? So I think now we're starting to see the effects of there's not a lot of people who feel automatic, you know? Mm-hmm. there Like, there were times, like, in the past where, like, uh, you know, in the, during, like, almost Ruthless Aggression era or, like, around there, it was like, oh, Edge will win. 
um, Orton to win. And there were guys who were like, yeah, that feels like the logical next step. There are not a lot of guys who would feel they, they're all kind of bruised a little bit by booking and by sometimes lack of charisma where it doesn't feel as obvious. Yeah, um, I had a thought. My sleeper pick for the men's is uh, is Elias. Right, um, but it's such a. If you think about it, yeah, you're like, yeah, why not? Like, why not? Why not push a right. guy? But, but when the other think- side is like, will do? Can I see them in a match in WrestleMania? Uh, a, gi- that- a giant stadium, right? You know what I mean? Like, we're not talking about. We're talking about a, in in New York, New Jersey, technically, right? We're yeah. talking about a stadium, right? You know, and you're like, people, you need people to be making noise. You know, they're trying to get the reaction of the matches like Hogan Rock. Right. You know what I mean? They're try- they're trying to get that. I mean, they're even trying to get the reactions of when the main events were like Taker Edge, you know, at like 24 right. was Taker Edge was the, the 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 last match, you know? Even that feels bigger than a lot of matches, but you you have no Vince has no choice right now. No choice but they push People who have not been in that position, especially with the loss of Roman Reigns. Right. You you'll, you'll see. Uh, Orton will win. Vince will figure out a way to fucking— it happened two years ago. Yeah. He'll figure out a way to, like—it's like, it's like uh, I said to you uh, earlier today, it's—I uh, love the Royal Rumble, uh, but I'm just afraid that, like, what's going to happen is what happens all the time, which is where all the possible the possibilities are so endless that they just choose some, some fucking seemingly random, just like, okay, it's going to be Orton because that's what we know. Well, I, I've said this about Vince before, and I don't, I don't have any, uh, 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 I don't have any firsthand knowledge of this. But when I saw Lesnar win at WrestleMania 34, and he botched, he kind of botched the finish of the Lesnar uh, story there, mm-hmm. which, by the way, the repercussions of that were so big, like. Think of like all the month, like Lesnar's the champion again. <laughs> like you know, it's right. crazy. Uh, and and I'm, I, I love Brock Lesnar. You know what I mean? It's the problem is, is that we're running out of. We need to create more. WB needs to create more stars, right? Mm-hmm. So when you look at it and you go, okay, Elias, but can you really see Elias? All can you see him have a match like that? Well, the reason I say Elias is like I, Elias I think, Lesnar. No, but okay. but but uh, the the reason I I say that. Uh, somebody like Elias to me is a guaranteed way in my mind to get that reaction where people freak out and there's a huge pop is to give them somebody who they don't expect to win, but they love like uh, Elias right. is undeniably over. No one would see it coming. And it would almost be like, like at this point, like if Kurt Hawkins were to win and get his first win, right. Huge pop, even though he's a jabroni, right. Elias isn't a jabroni. He's super over. And, uh, yeah. So that's why I say him right. because it would get that kind of reaction, yeah. but Elias specifically is an odd choice only because he's he is because of his writing, right? His booking has been like strict comedy act. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even remember him wrestling. Like, right. I don't. He, you remember? He barely wrestles. I, I, and we just rewatched uh, for the bonus episode. By the way, our bonus episode today on patreoncom slash comedians of wrestling. Our bonus episode is more Royal Rumble talk. <laughs> we rewatched last year's men and women's Royal Rumble, and we're going to talk about what we dug about it, and just talk about how much we love the Royal Rumble since the Royal Rumble is so fucking important to us. So if you end this episode and you're like, you want more Rumble talk? You got go it. on the Patreon.com. <laughs> a couple of dollars. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, but uh, uh, I saw him. He attacked Cena. Mm-hmm. And I remembered, oh, he had like a Cena, a few with Cena. And you're like, yeah, that did feel good. So I'm agreeing with you that like Elias can feel like big time. He yeah. can feel uh, big league. But right now he is uh, 
been relegated to like a comedy act. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes down to it, they need to push someone who's semi new, and that's why uh, they need to start creating stars. And I think that's going to require them to bite the bullet. Now, the important thing for Vince, think about. Let's go back to Mania last year. Shinsuke AJ, the match got no heat, but it's crazy because we we watched that Rumble. And Shinsuke winning got so much heat. Yeah, well, weren't they setting it up for the heel turn? So, like, the first match was right. weird, and then the second match ended. Right, and the feud was really good once yeah. it got it got it started at Mania. Yeah. But the match wasn't great because uh, I, I personally am not a big fan of Shinsuke's wrestling style. Yeah. I don't think it's, I also don't think it's particularly exciting for an 80,000 person arena. Mm-hmm. I, like, I bet if you're sitting in that front row and you see, like, Kinshasa's and all the strikes. You know, right. the slams do well in big places. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Even like a Hogan leg drop does well because it's the, the pageantry is so high. It's all about the airtime, uh, you know? Uh, by the way, you said Orton. Orton had a big showing at the end of uh, SmackDown yeah. this week, right? Oh, yeah. They're just uh, out of nowhere. Just <laughs> let you know. Guys, remember, this guy might win again. Uh-huh. <laughs> just to let people know. Yeah. All right. So let's go through. Uh, uh, gun to my head, I also have Seth Rollins. Seth, this is the first. This, Seth Rollins is the only guy. He's the only person on my list who I think is the guy where uh, where I'm like, yeah, this is his year, right? Now, most of the time when I have the feeling of this is this person's year, they do win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had it. I knew one year that Orton was going to go in, and I knew Taker was going to win. It was like 07 and like 08, those two years where it was like, yeah, those are the obvious guys to win. Uh, those are the guys who feel like they uh, 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 should do it. Um when was the last time I yeah like last year who did I think I wonder last year I wanted Rollins, uh, but I but I felt like I wanted to turn him architects I knew it really wasn't gonna happen but here's the list of people I think I win tell me if you think I missed anybody yeah. all right and you can adjust your pick by the way these are not locked in all right I have Randy Orton at number <laughs> one uh, by the way these are not in any order John Cena Seth Rollins Dolph Ziggler. Uh, uh, um, Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens, Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, Shinsuke, Miz, Samoa Joe, uh, Andrade, Kenny Omega, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Adam Cole. And Alistair Black. Now, some of these, I and, hear you through the airwaves shaking your head and being like, no, no, no. I hear you going, no, 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 no way. No way, dude. I hear you cashing in. I hear you dialing 316. I hear that. But I'm trying to have a list that's all encompassing mm-hmm. of every... Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's pull past it so it's more impressive, okay? Okay, thank you. Did I pronounce the word correctly? But these are the guys who, like, they they could win. They're big enough to win. So, like, here are the guys I don't think will win. Is like, I don't think Ziggler will win, especially based on the stuff we're reading, and mm-hmm. um, I don't think they've positioned him to win the Royal Rumble. By the way, uh, you know, I would go fucking nuts. I would love to see Dolph Ziggler going for the belt. He's never had a singles match in Mania. He's a friend of the show. He's fantastic wrestler. Yeah, you know he would put on a great match. Uh, you know, but I don't. I just don't. I don't think so. I don't think Bray Wyatt in his current position. But again, it's possible. I couldn't rule him off the list. Right. I don't think Shinsuke will win again because he won last year. 
I don't think Andrade is going to win, but I do think he's a guy where it's like, hey, let's push a new guy, you know, if they're feeling the pressure of AEW. And I don't think Adam Cole win or Alistair Black win, and I don't think Kenny Omega will win. Uh, if, if we see Kenny Omega, he is winning. Yeah. Yeah. No you would have to, right? Yeah. Unless they offered him. Because I, I, this is so weird, man. If I just, I want, I need, man, I would kill for five questions. If I get sit down with Kenny Omega and I get five questions, even if he was like, I give you one word answers. And, and I probably could do the research on this, but like, if they said, we'll give you a taker at Mania, is that something where he can't say no to? Or does he not give a fuck he about Taker? He does old not taker? give a shit about Taker. He right. wants the reason he left, uh, right. uh, W, because he was in development at WWE, mm-hmm. the reason he left was because he felt like, well, one, he didn't like build him up, but two, he nobody was on his level, and he knew that. He wants people who can until he saw uh, Kota Ibushi, like nobody, uh, nobody is on his level, right? Especially not fucking seven thousand year old Undertaker. Yeah. So my my point is just that Kenny wants somebody who can Whoa. hang. Oh my god! Wait, what's it, this? We got to... Wait, what? Who's... What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God! That's gotta be... It's him! It's him! No way! It's Skylar Pitch, Mr. Fermicastin! My God! I thought he was dead! The rumors are true! The rumors are true! He's here in the flesh. Oh, my God. From the bowels of West Covina, here I am, boys. Absolutely. You actually shoot in West Covina? No, we shoot in, uh, no, we shoot in North Hollywood, but in kayfabe, it's, it's West Covina. Oh, uh, yeah, I like that. That's a little uh, that's a little kayfabe shoot. At Crazy Ex-Girlfriend uh, information for you. Check that show out on uh, the CW or, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, what are we All talking? Right. I just got here. Let's do <laughs> yeah, this. Let's yeah, talk yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Also on the CW, where SmackDown used to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, sh- my head f- sets. I can't hear anything. Oh, it's because I had to turn this down. Yeah, You're good. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. good. All right. All right. Well, we're talking about Rumble, right? Okay. We were talking about Kenny Omega. Do you think Kenny... Let's get into it. Do you think Kenny Omega it will be at the Royal Rumble? No. I okay. would love it, though. Yeah. I would be the happiest person. Yeah. Uh, I think absolutely we do not see Kenny Omega. I no. think that he has... First off, we know he has the contract. Uh, I think it's possible we see him ringside. If oh. he's signed? Yeah. Wow. But that's still on television, right? No, he has to be gonna, as a fan. No, he's going to have a they're going to get a big pop. They're not going to NXT Keith Liam. They're going <laughs> to yeah. be like he's going to come in number 3 at the if he's if he's here, he's 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 right. here. Yeah. yeah. Uh I don't think we see him, but I, I but I but but I will say going to Kenny Omega and then we'll get back into who wins the Royal Rumble and I'll get your pick uh is uh the men's Royal Rumble. Look, I I keep going back and forth. What a fucking fun time to yeah, be a mark, yeah, yeah, baby. Because yeah, yeah. I was saying this about, about Raw and SmackDown this week and just about the show in general. It's like, I don't think they've done any, like, lead-up to Raw to to the Rumble. And by the way, I actually think that is the correct way to write the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like, you don't need—the Royal truly is the ro- the the kickoff—the road to WrestleMania. It's the road. Like, you don't need to lead into the, the road, right? Like, kick it off there. you got the Elimination Chamber. You have Fastlane. And there's still two pay-per-views in between. Like, just have the Rumble happen in, 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 a, in a vacuum of possibilities, you know, yeah. which they, is the way to do it. They tease stuff that'll happen within the booking of the Rumble. Right. Little things, little mid-card like stuff. The, yeah, our truth Who will eliminate who, in a yeah. way. I mean, who just screwed someone over. I mean, like right. Samoa Joe and Randy Orton ended SmackDown, basically, mm-hmm. as big threats. I don't think either of them are winning the Rumble. I'm sure they're right. probably on the list on the Vegas odds, but they're not winning. I think Joe could win the Rumble. I actually and think he cha- could. And challenge who, though? Because Shinsuke won last year. I think Joe... Uh, 
I mean, he could challenge Daniel Bryan, maybe, or he heel. could challenge. Uh, he yeah, just yeah, went yeah. with AJ, and he had a whole feud for that belt and lost it. So he'd have to win. Yeah, it, it couldn't be Daniel Bryan. But if you go AJ, uh, like, like uh, Joe Lesnar is actually a pretty cool match. I mean, we uh, saw it at uh, Great Balls of Fire, <laughs> and it was actually a really good match. Yeah, um, and Lesnar was extremely happy with that match. Yeah, that we knew, right? Yeah. Which uh, uh, he really dug it. That was one of the better matches. I think Joe is actually a cool threat for Lesnar. You could build it up, but I think that also requires a higher profile match for Daniel Bryan. But the other point I made before you came in here is that like right now we they need to start elevating the star power of wrestlers. Exactly. So they've been leaning on legends and I I didn't blame Vince totally. I thought that we're in this place where the talent is very big, but the star power is very low, Absolutely. and they're gonna have to create stars. This is style. why it's it's just gonna be Rollins, right? But um, but I'd love to fantasy book everything else because anything is possible. I mean, Batista, possible. anything is possible. <laughs> anything uh, is possible. Yeah. I, I think there's. I, I'm very excited. I, what I love about both Rumbles is like both belts. There's just so many combos of who drops the belt that night. It's mm-hmm. it really gets intricate in the booking, and that's why I think that like to really tease anything major for who. Who's going to win the Rumble is ridiculous. You'd be tipping your hat a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having said that, I think Undertaker's going to win and go and beat Brock at, Ma- at Mania. Easy to do no, it, no. <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever. Anything's possible. Get but out. I think, look, so, but, but, okay. The thing about Rollins right now is he's the obvious pick for a couple reasons. It feels like it's his turn. Oh, what flavor? Lime. Why would you ask me? I'm sorry. That was embarrassing on my end. Can we any, edit that out of notice? No. No, nope. you're, you're an idiot. No, no. Are there any more of these? Yeah. Uh, no, we only, <laughs> we only had two. We only had two. That's happens when I don't have the stage. But um, I'm, I'm going to get a mini fridge in here in 2020. Uh, but uh, yeah, Keep America awesome again. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to fill it up with uh, LaCroix. But anyway, so, but I'm, okay. So Rollins is the safe bet for a lot of reasons, is that he, no one will be upset if Finn is going to lose to Lesnar, it's like, all right, well, Rollins won, like that another crowd-pleasing guy. It's time to raise his star. He just dropped the IC title. Uh, he was at a, 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 He got a, away from Gene Ambrose, thank God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gene Ambrose is just a full-on jabroni. But, 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 but I do think... Which is why he's going to win the Royal Rumble. No, no oh chance. Oh, my God. No chance. He's going down the card, and I, and I think he's... I hope he looks in the mirror and knows it was his fault. I want he Kurt, had all I want, opportunity. I want Kurt Hawkins to break the streak on him. <laughs> I mean, would be I'd so be fine great. with that. Anything to drop Dean Ambrose low, low, low. Put a mask on him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to look at this guy. Um, but uh, 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 I've, uh, I hope he never hears that. guy can kick my ass. But so, but yeah, like uh, Rollins is a guy where it, it just it, it feels like time to t- time to time to ele- elevate him. And we know Vince. We've heard rumblings of Vince thinking Brock. Rollins, yeah, and that's every the past couple of years we kind of have known what the main event is going to be. Not the SmackDown main event, but we've known. All right, he wants to go for a long time as he wants to go Brock Reigns again. And yeah. I remember even on here we're like, no, nah, they're not going to do that again. The first time they hit the bail on it, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what we get. So I think Rollins does. Uh, I think when win. it comes to Mania main events and big slots and yeah. big title matches, you have to kind of almost think as the company. And like someone always told, I forgot who it was, but someone was like, I always picture that intersection on 42nd Street between 7th and 8th. It is like Times Square, but there's this billboard that always has the Mania match. And it was always Roxena or whatever it was, Michael's right. Taker. And, and, and I always think about that billboard. Who's on that billboard? Uh, uh, maybe Becky and Ronda. 
Yeah. Um, but see, the, the, the thing is, is that if the you're only lining flawed up, argument with that is that those billboards don't even exist anymore. Like WB makes the. Uh, it's, it's a metaphor. Though. I know it's a metaphor, but it. But uh, and what I'm saying is a metaphor also, uh, uh, which is that like what they do is they just make posters of all the guys all lined up. They look at all these fun people because. They're not creating the stars like that anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like almost this weird thing where you can't, you can't even put like, AJ was a champion for like 400 days, but you can't put a poster of AJ versus this guy unless it's like Sure. There, but, but the thing is that I'm, uh, the, the reason why or mine Cena. is like living in metaphor. Yeah. If it's Cena taker, right. no, if it's uh Cena Lesnar, you know, for the record, right. uh, but which by the way could happen. Um, I'd be fine with that probably. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you need to think about that level. And if you look back at every mania, like for really ever, there are there are the those there are those. It's Tyson in the middle of these guys. It's and, and if you want to look more recently, then then you do have uh, you know Reigns Reigns Lesnar, which is huge. Right. I mean, I I always see the beauty of the booking is like you can have you can have a. Uh, the SmackDown belt, which last year was Shinsuke AJ, right? It's kind of like the Mark match, the Smark match, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, you can have that, and then you can also have the other title, the red title that looks, it even looks like a toy. Like, have that be the, you know, the uh, the mainstream match, the casual match. I think that is really cool because, as me, for me, I'm like the perfect demo for that because I'm kind of like in the middle there. Like, I like both of it. Yeah. You know, I like the spectacle of like, John Cena and the legacy of that, like I, I do, I do dig it. Sure. But I do think they need. I, if I'm Vince McMahon, I might, I might take some risks here. Like I might bite the bullet, and I might be like, hey, I gotta elevate some status of some guys. And the way to do it is kind of like make a more amateur mania where you say to the guys, you go in the back, you go, listen, I'm gonna give you guys this, but you put on a show for me, like Kevin Owens. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a match versus Brock Lesnar right this yeah. year, and you put on, you better put on a fucking show. Yeah, you know? yeah. Look, here, here's a good fantasy booking situation. Just imagine, let's say, like Finn does beat Brock because Brock right. is going to UFC. Finn is the demon. It's all been a work. He's mm. coming out as the demon, right? He beats Lesnar. It's an unbelievable match. And then, uh, and AJ earlier in the card, maybe first match, loses to Daniel Bryan again. It's over. Daniel right. Bryan is the new SmackDown champion, minted. And um, what's next for AJ? You know, he wins the Rumble. And he chases. He he switches brands. Uh, he needs a shakeup. And right. He calls out. Well, he can win the rumble, no? That's what I'm saying. He wins the rumble. Right. And he uh, goes after Finn. And he goes after Finn because Finn has got a win over him. Yeah. You know, and now it's for the red belt. But also, AJ Finn is a match you're instantly like, yeah, that's WrestleMania. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, but I, it's the only match for Finn. That's the <clears> thing. <throat> like, what what other matches for Finn? Besides, like AJ is the it's the Bullet Club match. Like, what other match could you see for? We talked about this last week for. Finn that would feel like uh, and it couldn't be unless it's the Lesnar rematch obviously but I imagine that's gonna happen what matches would be like right your metaphor the time I know I shut that down I didn't mean I just meant to say but like if you think about like Times Square yeah the metaphor of like those two that's the thing though is that Finn wouldn't be that 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 would be elsewhere that you know that is even if it's AJ that's not that Times Square thing that's even still for the smarks right but it's it's really satisfying um, I don't know if there's anything really better than that for Finn, uh, but you know maybe you know maybe a McIntyre, maybe Samoa Joe, maybe um, you know another heel like that right. on SmackDown or like Cena. Not really. It's face face. It's face face, right? Nothing. And he just put him over. I mean, I don't think Cena's going to be in the Rumble, um, but 
then again, he might be. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear that rumor about Lars Sullivan? And uh, we all know that he had the, the panic attack. Yeah. But even furthermore, that Vince really was planning Cena. See, yeah, that's what I heard. It was going to be Cena, Lars Sullivan at Mania. Yeah. I guess they were, he was trying to go for probably that, like, Rusev match or whatever, you know, with the tank. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, to bring in a monster for Cena to vanquish or whatever. Right, right. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, I, I mean that that could work. I mean, to me, Lars Sullivan's such a waste of a Mania yeah. spot. It you looks know like I mean? he moved on. It looks like Vince has moved on. Yeah, so I don't know. So of course, let's talk about, yeah. so we, we he all has think, one, one, I mean, yeah, yeah, exhibits, I guess, what Vince considers weakness. I mean, it's crazy. He had the, look, I actually had had deal with anxiety all the time, but I mean, it's crazy to think that this, this, that's crazy, that spot that he was in, he was going to beat down Cena as his, as his uh, debut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, but it's, it's not crazy to think when you think of, because it's Vince, like, it, obviously it's crazy, because when I heard it, I was like, whoa, but then the math instantly checks, you yeah. go like, oh, yeah, he loves a, a guy, like, that guy has a great look, he has it branded, which is like, yo, he looks like this, but he's actually super smart, which, uh, a lot of, which can go out the window, I fucking yeah. hate that angle. Yeah. It's like, he's a genius, and it's like, well, come on, he doesn't have to be a genius, he can just be a monster. Right. Yeah. No, no, I, they I, haven't I, been pushing him as a genius on the WWE vignettes, by the way. Yeah, they have or haven't. They have not. No, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. just like, who's gonna get this? That was behemoth. like a Nigel McGuinness thing yeah. where he was like, he knows all the best words. Yeah. <laughs> His IQ is huge. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I we heard need him to say cucumber backstage. <laughs> I haven't seen his doc yet, but that's like high on the list. I hear it's insane. It's oh like yeah, the best yeah. kept secret oh, in the wrestling business. Yeah, I watched yeah. the Nigel McGuinness documentary. Did you guys didn't see it? I didn't see no, it. No, I didn't see it. Oh well, I have a. Well, uh, you know, I'll let you watch it. Yeah. I don't want. I think what I'm saying is kind of. It's not a spoiler, but it's you can't contribute uh, right, 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 without right. watching it. But I thought it, it's it definitely a must watch, and it is the kind of shit where I'm like, hey, uh, uh, like. WB, like make more shit like this. Because right. I've had a couple times where I'm like, just uh, I feel like watching something wrestling, but not wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to watch like the and and the network is slim pickings in yeah. that term. It used to be loaded when I was getting into it with right. Monday Night Wars and all that stuff. But right. I've watched enough footage on the Attitude Era now that it's like, yeah, yeah. it's it's about that. The 24s and the 365s are always great. I like yeah. bring it to the table. Oh, I love uh, not bring it to the table. Um, I uh, table like for three. Uh, wait, bring it to the table is that the one? That, that's oh, Rosenberg. That Rosenberg. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. But that uh, table the, for that's three. A, table for three. So I really good. dig. Yeah, uh, but the document the documentaries are cool though because they have a huge appeal to even to like people who don't even watch wrestling. Like I've watched I watched the uh, Becky Lynch Chronicle with my girlfriend. It's because it's a documentary. Sure. Most people are like, oh yeah, I'll watch a documentary on anything. Yeah. Um, so all right, let's go. Let's quickly go through this list because uh, I'm gonna name guys. Okay, so we all think Rollins is gonna win, but what are the actual other possibilities? Like, okay, uh, like I don't think Orton will win. You know, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think Cena's gonna win. But like Drew McIntyre, could yeah. Drew McIntyre win? Yes. Yeah, he could. He could, and I think Drew McIntyre would get me. I would think that's. I'd be really pumped. I think Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar. They could with two months build. Yeah. I think I'd be like if you showed up and if you put that up and then passed the Times Square test. Uh, did you call it the Times Square test? Or did I just do? <laughs> did you say Times Square? Yes. Okay. I was just like, did I just make it Times Square? Yeah. If you if you saw a picture of Drew McIntyre, just a picture, you didn't even know who he was. Yeah. You know, professional picture and Lesnar, you might be like, who's this guy? Yeah, it's like a three hundred poster. But yeah, right. But I, personally, yeah. I, I I wanted to see that a couple months ago. I don't know why I'm cooling off on McIntyre just a bit. Right. But I don't think you would. I think that that's kind of. I think everybody's pretty cooled off right now. Right. Who who are you hot on right now? The only guy who's hot right now who's not in the um. Your next stop, 
the Jabron Zone. The only guy who's not in the Jabron Zone right now is Finn Balor, right? Right. Who is having the spiciest time of his life right now, and I think that's and I think he's going to be very quickly sentenced to the. Uh, Bronzo. <laughs> like, right? Last week, it's kind of nuts because last week, kind of nuts. <laughs> it's kind of nuts. Everybody, sexy boy, <laughs> HBK, have a great weekend. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, it's the only one you could do a talk yeah, up on. Yeah. It's the only, we're going to try to do a talk up on any other wrestling song. I'll right? try. All right, ready? What is it? Go. What are we doing? Just, Just do, do I, like, hit, hit the post before the song starts. Yeah, start going. Weather in Cincinnati is looking like a cool 37. <laughs> Gonna come back to you with sports in the morning. For, I was about to go into it. You can't do it because every song is them interrupting you. Right. Every song is like it's built yeah, for like built for interruption. Them to show up while in studio and kick your ass. Right. <laughs> so it's just like the weather in Cincinnati. Oh no, he's attacking me. Yeah, yeah but you could do it to like the brood. I know I don't have the brute. No, we're you gonna, can do it to Alistair Black's too. We, I know we gotta we gotta load it up with some of them. That's but uh, but uh, all right, here. All right, I'll give I'll give you the HBK one though. Okay, ready? Okay. All right, ready. Skylar Aston in the morning. Here we go. Skylar Aston in the morning coming to one to the two. We got a new tune from Zach Morris and the Beat Gang. Coming up next. That song is still so good. I think we should pitch we should pitch this show to DCM where it's just <laughs> the, it's just hitting posts for fifteen minutes straight. Great. All right, everybody. So I'm saying, Drew McIntyre. Like, who, 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 who are you guys hot on right now? You know what I mean? Like, who's in the spice zone for you? Who's who, when you on this? When you on the screen, you get the dick feeling. Mustafa who, Ali is oh, my for me. It's favorite. only the women. Not oh, Mustafa Ali, a hundred percent. He's actually the guy I get the most excited to watch right now in wrestling. But he's nowhere near the. Uh, yeah, but what if he did win and went against Daniel Bryan, and and then they just made the Brock match, just Brock versus The Rock, or well, Brock versus Batista? Let's or, be real. Brock versus Triple H. It's not a something. bad idea. Yeah. Because if you, yeah, absolutely. You're talking about if you make that first match like Rock Brock or something, then why not have Mustafa Ali versus Daniel Bryan? Yeah. I mean, and and they need more diversity in mm-hmm. the in the roster, especially. You know, uh, uh, there's no especially, just they just need more diversity. In yeah. there. By the way, the, the match I want to see for Mustafa Ali on 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 the, on the WrestleMania, it'll probably be pre-show. I would want it to be main card, like in between yeah. things, just to steal the show. It would be like a fatal four-way between him, Rey Mysterio, Andrade. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, like some like Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy, right? Yeah. But I think that actually oh. it's kind of a cool thing. If, if, if yeah. like, uh, it's kind of a cool thing coming at you, no, <laughs> but, uh, uh, everybody. Hey, let's take it down a bit. <laughs> no, but but what? Like I'm saying, what about? Um, uh, do you think that like if you boost Mustafa Ali, which they did obviously because the ratings were going low, and I guess they saw him as the way to bring ratings up or whatever, but or just make it more fun, and he has made the show extremely fun. Love the pageantry on the guy. Love the heart. Love the glowing heart. Love the mask. Uh, he's like glow. He's like uh, rave Sub Zero. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, is is it cool? Like boost his status where he's wrestling Daniel Bryan, pinning Daniel Bryan, but then still going for cruiserweight shots. Does that help? Does that help that like for Mania when you have like on the kickoff show and it's Mustafa Ali, or does that just not help at all? I'm confused. I'm saying like, could he still be in the cruiserweight picture no. and that helps the cruiserweight title? No, no, no. no. Mustafa um, Ali has graduated. Right. He is already pinning Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. All he's, right, Gabooey. Yeah, he's <laughs> that's the closest thing to a call up from 205 Live you'll ever see. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cool. All right, so. 
but I, all right, so I don't think. But I don't, is there anyone you're hot on who could actually potentially win this Royal Rumble? By the way, there's a couple people that you have not mentioned not on your list. Just just random. Yeah, nah. Do you just um like Velveteen? I know that that's ridiculous, but yeah, he shouldn't be on there. But if you have. Honestly, if you have Randy Orton on there and 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 Bray Wyatt, put Velveteen on there. Well, that's I all wishful two, thinking. I have two guys. I mean, I have Adam Cole yeah. and I have Alistair Black. Like Alistair Black, I think the the cool thing to do with Alistair Black is you have Taker in the Rumble and you have Alistair Black in the Rumble, and then have those two have like the Dark Man match, like yeah. like both of them. You know, I mean, that would be so fucking cool. <laughs> Alistair Black Taker, everyone would think is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, but it's but not- it would make Alistair look bad because Taker can't wrestle. Right. Oh yeah. I think the wrestler that overall yeah. in a vacuum even in overall the wrestler that I'm the most excited to see what he does and where he goes is Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Across the board. Like yeah. he's the one I'm paying attention to the most. Yeah, I don't I don't personally feel that way, but I I'm I'm very excited for him, but the guy I'm really excited for uh I'm so curious what happens with Alistair Black. He's the one I'm the most interested in mm-hmm. cuz he has such like that guy every time I see him wrestle live, I'm like uh, my mind is blown. I'm like, I think he's revolutionizing what like what a wrestling match should be. Yeah. And the packaging on him is like perfect. I think he's in like a perfect zone. You don't think he's a little short? I haven't really seen him up against the big guys. That's the thing. You're seeing him against... He's like, I saw him against like, Gargano last time. He's like 6'1", 6'2", six six really? I, I think. I thought he's more like 5'11". Am I crazy? Or 6' uh, flat? I think... I feel like well, he, I think he's billed at like six two, but so which means he he's probably looks about really six. tall in in, in in NXT. Yeah, yeah. But like you're gonna see him against Taker, and he's gonna be a head taller than him, I think. Right, we'll right. See. But Taker, that's okay because Taker's build is like a giant. Right. The problem is when he stands next to like Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. Right. <laughs> that's the test, right? Yeah, that's the test. That's the shoemaker's test, right? Yeah. It was like I want to see him stand next to Randy. Or uh, even even uh, Jeans Ambrose, who is allegedly six foot four. Really? Yeah, yeah, but you forget instantly because like AJ. I remember yeah, the first he's time AJ Black. Black is built at six even, so he's probably like five eleven. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah. by the way, I think they do something with the with the boots because I remember the first time I saw AJ stand next to Jericho, he was so much shorter. Where I was like, wow, I was like, Jer- you can't be smaller than Jericho. Right. And then ever since, I think AJ's got a little lift in the boots. Wow. Like I think or, that or must something. be really hard to wrestle in. By the way, that's like yeah. hard. I mean, I don't have any proof of that, but like you know what I'm saying, like, but. But yeah, I mean, uh, AJ can win the Rumble. Um, Kevin Owens can win the Rumble. Yeah. I think. I think McIntyre. Yeah, I, I think those are the only. There's only really a couple that are actual. Like, the, I still think the Miz could win. Like, I still think because they've turned him babyface and he has this like title. I still think because uh, we were watching the Rumble from last year. The Miz is giving Daniel Bryan kicks. Like during the rumble and doing yes chance itself, that that feud with Miz actually being a babyface, they could be sneaking that on us. Mm-hmm. The only I, problem I, I is I have news for you. Yeah, he's wrestling Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Yeah, and it's just what's happening. Right. Sorry, right. we want that to still happen. I know, We're you're clinging right. to that booking, but that's what yeah. they did. They pivoted from it. They're like, we all know that that's what everyone's fantasy booking in you know September. So they they they've gone away from it. By the way, I'd love to be worked by that, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what I love about this rumble. I I kind of have no idea. Um, Literally everybody I've talked to about it is in the same boat. Yeah. Where it's like no I have no idea what's going to happen. Having said that, like gun to my head, I think Seth Rollins is winning the yeah. rumble, and I think Brock's beating Finn Balor, and that's your rumble match. It's and kind it's- of I I almost like it's 
I want Seth, every year I'm like it should be Seth it should be Seth and this is a year where I'm like I hope it's not Seth just because I'm expecting it like yeah. I, I you never want the guy you're expecting to win sure. whereas like last year I didn't expect it but if he Rollins won we'd all go nuts um but um uh uh it, it, the other thing with Daniel Bryan is like <laughs> in terms of the Miz feud is like the Daniel Bryan gimmick now like the the, hmm. the planets champion gimmick. Which is what he called himself this week. He's really? I'm the planet. Yeah. Because I'm not the he goes, I'm not the world champion. I'm the planet's champion. And he's like the champion of the planet. It doesn't lead itself to a, a Miz feud. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like right. it's you know That's it, the old Daniel Bryan. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's why I can never see that match happening with not based happening. on this Daniel Bryan gimmick. By the way, where are you guys at with this Daniel Bryan gimmick? Let's talk about it for a second. Actually, I think I think we gotta cash in on it uh, on Daniel Bryan. Let's let's let's, let's check it that out. first. Yeah. Hello, Jabroniacs. It's Tony Shade blessing you with my verbal Yes. Now, let's just cut to the chase. Um, I want to talk about Daniel Bryan and this angry, aggressive, weird thing he's been doing lately where he's yelling at everyone and calling them impotent. It reminds me of something that you learn in any basic psychology class, and that's that if someone is attacking a lot of people and being very aggressive, oftentimes this thing that they are attacking is something that they are insecure about in themselves. Projecting their shadows. So, for self. example, with Daniel Bryan, you see him um, calling people ignorant, which I'm sorry to tell you, Daniel Bryan, but you aren't exactly the most educated person. Um, he calls people illiterate. Yet again, I don't really see a degree in his uh, resume. Um, he calls people impotent. I don't know what's going on in your bedroom, Daniel Bryan, but maybe you should stop projecting that onto everyone else. He just is really coming at it hard on this, and I think the biggest one of it is his whole thing about not being materialistic and not being a consumer, when really his wife is just this really superficial and shallow uh, producer who is just making her brand off of like mass-produced goods that she doesn't actually have that much involvement in. And if you watch Total Bellas, it's half of it is her talking about how she is insecure about her looks and wants fake boobs. I think that the real thing going on with Daniel Bryan is that he is having some issues with Bree and isn't able to talk about it with Bree. So he's throwing that at everyone else because he can't shout that he doesn't agree with the things she does. Total Bellas isn't kayfabe, you know that. Yeah, like that's the best part about this cashin. <laughs> really, I think that this all comes down to he needs to go and have some couples counseling and <laughs> maybe take it out on the general public a little bit less. Big if um, true. That's basically my thoughts about that. Uh, Shady Smarks rule. The crown's going down. Have a great day. All right. Cheers, cheers up. up. Uh, 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 that's such an interesting catch because it was completely kayfabe, right? I yeah. hope so. I mean, he was like, I think Daniel Ryan's really upset, and this is why. <laughs> like, right? 
Yeah, I he stated it was. I don't think we've ever had a casting where somebody doesn't where they just stay like, you know what, this character is really affecting me because of their behavior and and like psychologically breaking them down. Yeah, uh, you know, cheers up to that. I think that was uh, yeah. I mean, I think the thing with the Danny Martin character, I think that's all true. I think and then that's all really good stuff. I wish any of that was brought to what we're seeing on screen. But right now, he's just yell like I, again. It's too much. He's so angry. Well, uh, for first of all, yeah. Uh, nothing that Brian uh, Daniel Bryan said last night or has been saying is wrong. He's a hundred percent right about everything that he says. Yeah, uh, I love what he said about Vince McMahon. That was amazing. He yeah. nailed that. He's a hundred percent right about baby boomers. Yeah. He's a hundred percent right about uh, the consumerism. Yeah, it's only because this is Vince McMahon's company that that's framed as a heel, right? He, uh, I think, most people agree with what he's saying. As far as him yelling. Uh, I guess he can get shouty, but I don't see how else. How how, how what else does he have to no, explain? No, it's not shouty. It's not shouty. Is that it? it it's it, it. It's like when you watch an improv scene where you're like, I'm. I feel like I'm watching improv over watching theater. Like when the way he's doing it, I feel like I'm like, oh, he's uh, he's playing the bad guy part. And I really would like, I feel like since it's such an authentic thing for him, we know that he's kind of like this green guy. Uh-huh. I wish he felt like a little more affected by it. And he was like, actually, like he had a moment where he had to like do something that was too consumery for him. Mm-hmm. And then you saw it affect him. He's like, I don't want to do that. And then it pushed him to get angry and moments push him angry. Where now it's like uh, he's playing the heel of wrestling. And I just still see, yes, chant Daniel Bryant through it. That's me personally. I yeah. think it's kind of nuanced just through yeah. like the dialogue. The dialogue is great. I'm saying the writing is actually pretty slick. I just think that, yeah, I think that there's something about the performance where I'm like not buying it. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe it's just a matter of taste because I think this is the first yeah. time that I've liked Daniel Bryan. I love it, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> I like it all. No, no, no. I agree. I, I like it also. It's cool. I like that it was very unpredictable. It kind of came out of nowhere, and I like Daniel Bryan's a heel. He's not just doing nostalgia. Yes, Chance, I dig it. But it just does feel like this thing where I'm like, if you're really angry about that, would you would you just be like, I'm like, you know, it, it's like, it's not, a, I don't know. Like, when I'm watching it, I don't, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I'm liking it conceptually over feeling the moment. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's just me. If everybody is digging it, that's cool. Um, I don't know how that that, that future... I, I, and, and also, again, it plays into shit I like. I like that he has a clear character now. I like these wrestlers. He has got a game. He's got a thing where you know how to set him off. You know his wounds, right? So you know how to... You know the justification for his behavior so you can poke at it, right? So you know a way to piss off Daniel Bryan is by, uh, like, uh, keep flushing the toilet <laughs> in front of him, and he's going to attack you. Yeah. That's pretty cool. A lot of wrestlers, you just got to go like, and this happens all the time. I'll just call you a bitch, right? I'll just, uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, that's it. And then that's it. That's enough. And then go, I'm going to beat you. Or like, you stink. I'm better. At least it's a guy who's affected by more. So I like that element of it. I just, I'm not, I fucking, I wish I was feeling it more than I am. Uh, You're just saying that it, he, he, you like the content of it. Yeah. It just the delivery is a little missing the mark. I think it'll settle in a little bit more as we get into it. It's like week four, right? You know, if, since he came out of the crowd or whatever. Um, and I think it's gonna be. I think it's got to be specific. He's really not in a feud right now. I mean, yeah. the AJ Styles thing. It's it's they're they're gonna put that to rest soon. Right. Uh, 
I, th- I I wish he was in a fresher feud right now. Yeah, because he's like, you know, Dave, you know, he's like, oh, uh, you know, AJ was like, oh, you flew here. What's your your contradiction? It's yeah. like I think then I think I to be honest, I think Daniel Bryan needs to choose two ways. One, uh, the way he's playing it, and I and I think he will. He has to play it even crazier, like that when he smiled when he when he 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 uh, nut shot at AJ. Maybe he plays it a little bit like he's kind of out of touch reality, and like if you say something that makes him contradict, he like puts hands over his ears and goes. Ah, like he doesn't hear it right. something like that where it's like oh he's actually kind of nuts yeah right oh like he's actually like so blinded by his c- contradictions or he has to play it more grounded where he's like look i'm the like i'm the good guy yeah. i'm here to tell you guys what to do and then everyone says no and that makes him angry i think he has to choose as I opposed what, to just i'm angry i see you know what you're what saying, saying? Yeah, yeah 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 definitely All right. well we solved it yeah we solved it all right uh i think this is uh i think uh well you're talking about Mandy right. Rose? Yeah. And well, the Uso switch? Do you think... Oh, yeah. But no, they saying? didn't do it. They didn't okay. do it. Yeah, twin yeah. magic with the I Usos. don't understand... Okay, are we... Are, yeah, go, we go. You, you bring up Mandy Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think that that was like a missed moment. I think it's all very lowbrow, but I get it. And it's tamer than like, you know, Sable, you know, yeah. situation. But I think that what you... What you could have done. I don't like how. Who's married to Naomi? Is it Jimmy or Jay? Jimmy? Jimmy, right? I don't know. So why <laughs> is Jimmy? Why is Jimmy willingly going to that? Why is it like, yo, what are you gonna do? It's like, where are you gonna go? Like, what? Yeah. I'm married. I'm That's gonna what give, I wanted. I'm gonna give this yeah. room key to Naomi, and she's gonna go beat her ass because I'm on her mixed match right, challenge right, team right, right. in kayfabe and in life. And in kayfabe life. Right. Like, so by him just going like, I guess I'll go see what the thing is. No, here's what they could have done really quickly. Like, you want to book it fun and and have it be a reason. Like, Mm -hmm. why is Jimmy not in trouble for being there in the first place, A? And he's just like randomly by her side, kind of like making light of the situation. What they should have done is done a hijinks. You have a twin brother. Have Jay go in there. And have them pull pull, pull one on Mandy. they did do that, but then they pulled. Because at the end, he goes like, my wife? And then he walked out. He was like, my wife? No, no. <laughs> he literally at the end of the thing when like they pop out to take a picture of Mandy yeah. or whatever. And by the way, we are talking about this. Like, I think there's something to say about that. You know what I mean? Well, uh, uh, sure, uh, but uh, like once a year they do it, like with Lana and Enzo. Right, right, and, right, right, know, right, right. They do this. They do this. Right. Infidelity, infidelity angle. Yeah. But but they could do it in a way where like Mandy Rose is like an actual like genius seductress in full power of, of it, which I think what they are trying to go for. Yeah, like a James Bond. Right. This is an example of like, this is so interesting to bring this up right after the Daniel Bryan thing because like this this lacks nuance entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daniel Bryan thing has tons of nuance. Yeah. Right. But like missing kind of the broad strokes. Missing just some tone maybe right, 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 and right, some right, delivery. Right, right. right. No. But like that's why the Daniel Bryan thing is like almost tripping me up because it's actually like nailing a lot of stuff that wrestling is always missing. Totally. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think we need to like be great. I, for me, like. I, there's a lot of things I love about the, the right. new Daniel Bryan. One thing I hate about it is the phrase "new Daniel Bryan." Right. Like I think that there, the, it should be, it should be. Oh my God, it could be so much better. But I just, I'm grateful that it's, it's even as far as it is. But I love impotent. I love change it. Me too. I love fickle. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love. I like. I like. I like fickle. I wish he was. I wish he had a little Bray Wyatt in him. I went to back to Daniel Bryan immediately. A little Bray Wyatt, a little bit of sell me. Just fucking sell me a little more that like you're you're this man so 
First Reformed. You saw the movie First Reformed? Mm -hmm. Like that, where you're like so affected by the planet's condition that it actually causes you to commit suicide. Like that's what that movie is. You know what I mean? Where you're so guilt-ridden by bringing another life into this world that you'll take your own because of the of the consumerism element of that. Like that's what Daniel Bryan's going for. I just want like a little bit more of that. But yeah, the Jimmy Maybe it'll get there, by the way. Maybe it'll get there. But let's move on to the women's rumble, actually, because you mentioned Mandy Rose, right. who are on my list. Well, before no, before yeah. we move on, I just want to give a, a PSA to the listeners out there. Look, yeah. you find yourself in a situation where a woman gives you the room key yeah. to her uh, hotel, Absolutely. and you are married or you have a girlfriend, yeah. uh, it's going to seem like a good idea to go. It's never a good idea yeah. to go. It's it's going to be too much work to explain. You're significant Scott, have other- you ever been slipped the room key? Absolutely not. You're a guy dude. who would possibly get a room key. No, it's no. nothing to do with you. It's to do with your, you know, crooked star. You know, someone no. might come up to you and be like, you know what I mean? I'm not Wayne Newton. <laughs> I think it's pretty. <laughs> Wayne Newton. I love that that's your, like, your, your like, go to Lafarge. Well, like, there was like, a, yeah, he, <laughs> you know people used to key? throw the room key. Yeah. Guy. I'm just I mean, saying. oh, I'm not Dean Martin look, look, here. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> just saying, we had no shot of getting slipped a key. No, okay? never. I'm not but a key slip guy. You might be a, get a key slip. I'm very publicly, like, taken. I think that people enjoy us as a celebrity couple, even, you know, as much as they I think if somebody was going to slip a key, They'd be more inclined because of the, the marriage part. Right, right, right. No, yeah. I'm just never in those situations. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Is like, just don't, don't go, <laughs> don't, don't go. go. Give it, just, just, freak, just let it, just drop. You may think you're gonna go to like, tell them, hey, this is fucked up. You should have done this. <laughs> don't go. Well, thank God, Skyler. Thank God he got this PSA before this inevitably right, happens. Right, right, right. He would, he would, he might have went because you didn't tell him. You didn't tell him that he shouldn't go. I'm just you guys doing, know me so well. Just doing my service. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Actually, before we get into the women's rumble, I'm going to take a quick break here. We're going to head over to Merch Corner. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Uh, because we got to settle this dispute between Arlen and Jay Shebs, and I got <laughs> them both on the line here. Right, Anosh? Yeah, they're on. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break right now. We're going to head over to Merch Corner to settle this merch debate. That we've been yeah. having going on. I got on the line right now, returning from last week. You hate him. You hate him. <laughs> Mr. Jason Shabiro. That's a fucking offensive intro. I don't think people hate him. All right. I guess someone. And booing on the other line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, is Mr. Arlen Marmel. No, it's Crown Jew. Oh, the crown Jew, the crown Jew. Um, all right, Shebs, by the way, before we get into this, because this I think this is about to get spicy, uh, Shebs, w- w- while you were on hold waiting, you were slapping those keys, you were typing yeah. a million miles a minute, and you were dictating yeah. w- the email you were writing, and I feel like it pertains. What were you up to? Uh, I'm sending an email. I'm on an email chain back and forth with uh, Maggie Strasowisk, which is a very Polish-sounding name because she's from Chicago. Because she works for one, uh, OneHourTees.com, a.k.a. Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, I had emailed her because I was inquiring about whether or not the $150 free shipping deal is still in effect. Um, because I'm about to put in a pretty big order for the Elite Animals Bundle with a couple of jabroniacs. Yeah, by the and way, I want it, discount. on the Facebook and, page, you put together a whole group to get the Elite uh, like Animal Head t-shirt well, bundle. Well, I need the... I need, I don't want the animal heads. Forget those. I want that limited edition blue soft style elite change the world t-shirt. So I'm going to get my hands on some fucking limited edition merch. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hook up a couple of jabroniacs with some hot discounts because I'm going to be like, you know, taking some, some money off their bottom line for helping me out. And I'm ordering six t-shirts. What's I got to tell you, anyway, so I think the whole, that whole, that whole, that whole, that whole, 
I'm saying this whole operation is like so beautiful to me. I mean, like the. Well, he's the other. Yeah, that this came together, that the Jabroniac Nation, the listeners of this podcast, were able to synchronize merch together, you know? I can honestly tell you it is a beautiful thing, and it is the first and only time that this universe has benefited me in any way, shape, or form. So thank you, Dan, for doing this podcast. Way to take a beautiful thing, spin spin it negative. Jesus, you're classic Shebs. Also, just you know, Royal Rumbles this weekend, and as as such, there's going to be a 15% discount store-wide on, on pro wrestling tees. You just type in Rumble. But I'm emailing with her because she's telling me, oh, but the Elite Animals bundle will not be eligible for the site-wide 15% discount. And I'm like, why the fuck not? So I'm emailing her back and forth. <laughs> and I'm disappointed. You know, it, it's not, as a customer, as a longtime customer, I don't, you know, I don't understand why this is happening. And I'm really pushing them to potentially give me some free shipping because I, I might just never shop there again. I might not. Uh, window which i guess they own also but you get the point uh, uh, uh yeah i mean you'll you'll be shopping there again <laughs> you'll be shopping there again <laughs> there's no no way around it shebs by the way before we get into this merch I- incident uh i just want to say at my birthday dinner you pulled you you pulled a pretty marky uh routine while we had you in the line you couldn't make it out to los angeles i could not i was at my cousin's wedding in beautiful in the other Hollywood, Hollywood, Florida. Yeah, and you and could, where Dolph Ziggler is built from. And me and Dolph Ziggler, my cousin Allie's wedding. Yes. Yeah. Well, you cut out for a sec, but yeah, but you sent a uh, you sent a bottle of wine from the, an anonymous uh, wine GM. I, in Omaha to the anonymous raw GM by sending a bottle of wine uh, to the table anonymously. I um, What I did is I gave them specific instructions to send the first bottle of wine with the message, an anonymous friend sends his birthday love. And you, I want you, know what I, you know what I said when that happened, Jebs? What? So the guy comes over and he goes, uh, a friend of yours sent this anonymous bottle of wine. I said, number one, that's a hundred percent Shebs. Dan said, "What did you say, Dan?" Me? I said it could it couldn't be from Shebs. He's not yeah. generous. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Correct. And then I said, I said it's a hundred percent from Shebs, but there's no way in the world he would ever do this anonymously. <laughs> I guarantee we will find out that it was Shebs during this meal. Well, it sounds like. You're both fucking assholes, but at least Arlen got it right. Dan, that you are dead wrong. I'm a generous man. Nah, I, I just said it as a joke. It was a it was a joke. It wasn't based in uh. So at, at the end of the meal, when he came back with your second bottle of wine, a dessert wine. Yeah. He said, which and we the, all know. The, I love a dessert wine. Which already disproves my di- my non generous uh <laughs> claim here. Yeah. I got so he goes the wine. anonymous wine giver Sheebs. Would like you to have this other bottle of wine. <laughs> she brew. Well, it sounds like they messed up the, the actual lines I scripted for them, but they got the message. But the, the question was, was is this in the vein of the anonymous GM? It was certainly an homage. Yes, the beautiful. I love how the marketry. We, need, we needed that sound. The, the, I, they, yeah. I, I, I wanted to give them sound effects, uh, <laughs> but they would not play them. So, you know. What is that uh, sound? It's the old text message noise. Like, bloop, bloop. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, let's get into it. So for uh, new listeners or anyone who missed last week's episode, uh, I uh, I had to call up Shebs to bring up <laughs> an issue I had with Arlen. We've been getting into it about uh, essentially third party merchandise. Okay, Arlen's been dipping into uh, WB uh, officially licensed gear, but not from WB Shop Zone or WBShop.com, whatever you call it. We know Sheb still goes to ShopZone.com. Uh, you gotta go to ShopZone only. Yeah, which will reroute you to WWE Shop. And uh, we had a debate about what is legit merch. What makes you, you know, a real fan? What do you gotta do to be like in the merch game? Uh, we came out hard against the, the verdict for me and Shebs. Um, for those of you who don't know, we're three best friends, and uh, the, the the fact that it's three branches of legislation here, uh, uh, right, of, of, of power. Uh, and, and so when one person does something wrong, you have two. You have two that get to vote on it, and you could be outweighed. Right now, me and me and Shebs came down, and we both were not pleased with Arlen's behavior of not rocking, uh, of the merch he was rocking, right? Would that be fair to say? That's fair. I actually have a quick uh, addendum, uh, another explanation to the checks and balances system that the three of us have. You know, it's very similar to the to the the, the way the United States government checks is laid and out. balances is the term I wanted, guys. Man, I'm off. I'm still sipping the coffee. Uh, so what we have is a checks and balances system, not unlike the United States government. Um, and the thing is, this we never agree. The three of us will never agree on anything across the board. So it's usually two guys will think one thing and another guy will think another thing. And God help you if you're that one guy out. If it's two on one, which it always is on pretty much every issue, that is a bad place to be, brother. Right. And Arlen Here's the other, in that place. Yeah. Here's the other fact I want the people to know about the Salami Bros, which is with almost – if you call up one of the Salami Bros to talk shit about the other Salami Bro, which is what happened to me last week, they will agree. Because we're all two-faced backstabbers. Sure. If I call Shebs to talk shit on Dan, he will agree with me, and we will we will do what needs to be done. And I could do the opposite. And it could, frankly, be the same subject. And but we, right. this... Right. And that brings us to this merch debate, which, Arlen, you said that you would like to speak. Before we get really into it, you said you, you wanted to speak. <laughs> well, you spent 30 minutes besmirching my name. <laughs> And I would like to have a few minutes of open floor here to, A, clear up some misconceptions, and B, let the people know a few facts about me. Well, absolutely. And I think also the Calverse is now kind of part of this now. So, I mean, you could get a defense outside of the bros, you know? The people can riot. Ultimately, everybody could put on, like, a Guy Fall mask or whatever and, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and choose your side over the Salami Bro government. I, I believe so. Yeah. Anyway, take the floor, Arlen. What is your argument about these terrible shirts that you like to wear? <laughs> first, first of all, I, I, I want to clear up a, a, what I perceive to be a major misconception, which is that I don't think anyone is suggesting, myself included, that ring wear is not the highest order of merch. Like I, You have what they wear to the ring, crunch style, and then you sort of have everything else. Can, right. we, can we, can we, three of us agree on that? I've never made a claim that any merch takes higher order. In the pantheon of being a, a wrestling fan, ring-worn crunch merch is at the top of the pyramid. 
Okay. Correct. Correct. We all okay. agree on that. I'm and glad I, to hear that, bro. I, You're already back in the fold uh, uh, a little and bit. And I have never me. made an argument against that. And I have about 15 or more. God knows. I got a whole dresser full of crunch style merch. <laughs> and it's high, high order, very important product. And it has a, a time and a place. However, this is 2019. And, and you don't have to conform to anything you don't want to conform to, okay? Couple facts about me. Number one, I have a petite frame. <laughs> that's, that's very important when it comes to wrestling merch because that product is built for people that have multiple X's in front of whatever size comes next. And I don't have any X's in front of my size. And that's very important because crunch merch is meant to drape over the body. It's not meant to hug it. It's not meant to fit it properly. It's meant it's it's basically a garbage bag and you decide if it's a you need a one gallon, ten gallon, a hundred gallon. And so there are some facts here that that are additionally relevant to the fact that I have a petite frame. Yeah. <laughs> I also live in San Francisco. Okay. The people here they don't like bullets. All right. They don't want these hands, okay? They don't understand when a man wears a shirt that says the man that he's not out for the women. They don't understand what's going on here. That sounds a like a lot of the. That's a problem, Sam. Go ahead. That's a problem, San Francisco. If you, if you, I understand. It a hundred percent is. I'm not. I'm not defending San Francisco. I'm just stating some facts for the people to know about me. Carry on. Yeah, you have okay. the floor. You we have you have the floor, and I, I'll concede my time for a little bit here. You you have the floor. We're going to concede Newman's time it. right now. Never. <laughs> I, so the the point of this is to say, I also enjoy. You know, Chev's made a point last week where he was talking about. You know, there's sort of a credibility to wearing the ring worn crunch style shirts. Uh, you know, and. Um, when you see another wrestling fan, there's a credibility. Totally. But I also think that there's an opportunity to bring other people into the fold. And I think that's very hard to do with ring merch because most people don't even know that you're wearing a wrestling shirt. And you were stating almost negatively, Dan, that it attracts people who are like, oh, cool, I know Ultimate Warrior, I know this guy. To me, that's goodwill. That's me being an adult wrestling fan and getting out there and, and interacting with the more casual fans and bringing them into the fold. Okay, you, you still I'm have doing the floor the here, but can I ask for some here. clarification? Are you essentially Please saying do. that you, your shirts are, you're like the ambassador of merch? Like, you they, wear this as like a stepping you. stone. The slambassador? The, yeah, you're the slambassador, where it's like you're more approachable. <laughs> you know, you're the guy at the uh, uh, the front of the Scientology uh, Center, <laughs> at the uh, visitor center, who's like, hey, you know, we're, we're not all dressed like train conductors. Some of us just wear regular suits or whatever. Yeah, a a absolutely. Let well, me, let me paint like a picture to you. sounds like a self-appointed position that I don't think you have. No, 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 no I'm not self-appointed. No, I'm saying anyone can do this. It's not about me. Anyone can do this. What I'm saying is there's a time and a place. OK, yeah. and there are different characteristics about different people that may cause them to wear different merch. So let me paint a picture for you. OK, I'm wearing a crunch style piece of merch that I actually have. And I bought one or maybe Shebs bought it for. I can't recall, but we both have the same shirt. OK, it's got an R and then there's a, a venomous cobra, a scorpion type. It's a creature. viper. It's a viper, you asshole. 
<laughs> All right, guys, we're getting heated here. Okay, we're getting heated here. Okay, I don't want to hold anybody in, in, in contempt. I was trying. I was what? trying not to give away right away whose shirt it was, Shibs. But what what going. biblical creature so, are you describing? A snake plus a scorpion? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about the shirt that just says so, RKO, but the O is a viper head? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and it, but it's got the teeth, and it's very, it's 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 frightening. Okay, so you got you get that shirt. Okay, you can wear that around the neighborhood out here in San Francisco. Okay, or I could put on a nice shirt of the Macho Man Randy Savage in cartoon form, and I can go to my local gym, and I connect with the people. Okay, I interact with the people. They come up to me. They talk to me. They're curious. They want to know what's happening. They're they're interested in wrestling at that point. You wear the RKO shirt, they don't know what's going on, and they're afraid. They're frightened, okay? So it allows you to be an ambassador, and it's not a self-appointed position. Anyone out there can do this. Now, would I wear the Macho Man cartoon shirt to WrestleMania? No. But if I'm taking, I don't know, a business trip, and I might wear my Randy Savage shirt. You know, and by the way, another fact, it is WWE licensed merch. I want to clarify that there's gradations. There's the ring wear, there's WWE licensed merchandise, and then there's the fake stuff that Shebs was talking about. He was conflating like fake shirts on Etsy with WWE licensed merch. The stuff that we've been talking about that I have is WWE licensed merchandise. It is official merchandise. Okay? So all I'm saying is, I think we collectively agree that ring-worn merch is the most important merch. I think there's a time and a place for other kinds of merchandise. And I also want to call BS on something that you guys were saying last week, and then I will turn over the floor. Just because some of the wrestlers wear acid wash to the ring does not then mean acid wash is now all of a sudden ring gear. Okay, It is only ring gear for the people that wear it to the ring. If you are wearing acid wash or mineral wash products that are for wrestlers that do not wear it to the ring, then it's just casual wrestling merchandise. And it is a rung or more below ring-worn merchandise. I will turn over the floor now. Wow. Dan, you want to destroy this pool or do you want me to do I have a quick, I, mean, I have a quick question, though, yeah. for Arlen. Um, so you said 2019, no need to conform, right? That was yeah. one of the first things you said. Uh how do you uh, yeah. how do you respond uh, to uh, the allegation that by wearing uh, certain merch for certain situations, uh, you yourself are conforming and watering down your fandom for the for the casual fans? Well, well first of all, the great I have a, an array of I have an array of merchandise. Okay, there was another accusation made that I am not a proud adult wrestling fan by wearing these shirts. It's, I mean, it's in question. To which I am. It's in question. I when think. the when the original accusation was made, I immediately responded and said, we are in way too deep if wearing <laughs> wrestling merch in public on a daily basis does not constitute being an adult wrestling. You've deemed my wrestling merch to be of lower credibility than other wrestling merch, okay? I think if you're wearing, if you're if you're 35 years old yeah. and you have a job, check. and when no, not no. Check either on weekdays <laughs> yeah. or weekends come around, you wear wrestling merch, you're a proud adult wrestling fan. And I am a proud adult wrestling fan. 
I just have different merch for different occasions. The same way Hogan wears a black bandana when he goes to a wedding or a quinceanera <laughs> or a bar mitzvah. He's not going to eat. He has other things. bandanas for different occasions. Okay. That's uh, all I'm saying. All right. you, I changed you, my bandana. Time? The, the, the man from Maryland would you like, who went to University of Maryland? All right. That's Listen, I, I think the thing is that you're agreeing with a lot of our points from the episode last time. The only problem well, is Well, because that- I think you guys were just trashing me without affording me the opportunity to clarify, and you know I have tons of official merch. You know that. Oh, I know you yeah. have it, but that's my point. I know you have it. I know you got a drawer there full of moths, okay? Because you know what's right, but I don't see you walking the walk. All right, Shabs, when was the last time you saw Arlen in Crunch Tech? I, I don't think I've ever seen Arlen in Crunch Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That is <laughs> an outrageous accusation. <laughs> When the only the... authentic gear I ever seen you wore is a jacket I bought you. <laughs> oh, oh! Listen, look, Orlin. When was the last time you have to be honest? You're under oath right now, okay? Under broth. Sure. You're sure. under broth. Sure. Okay. Uh, broth. Sure. I know my soundboard, but okay. So you're under broth right now. When was the last yep. time you wore Crunch Tech technology? So the last time I wore Crunch Tech technology was probably two weeks ago, and it was the Bin Balor for Everyone shirt. Oh, great. Uh, That's a loophole. Because it's the right fit for San Francisco. Most of my merch has been rendered uh, obsolete for San Francisco. And I have to to be completely transparent with the... Cow Nation. Yeah, I have worn uh, soft style merchandise uh, much more recently. I I wear wrestling merchandise three times at least or more a week. So the was probably two weeks ago. I was in Tahoe. My Finn Balor for everyone shirt. But here, here, I have a Rollins shirt that has they. You know, the, the architect shirt that has the, the, the classic Rollins logo that looks like a bullet target. I have my uh, killing the business with blood spatter stains all over it, Young Bucks shirt. I, I witnessed you um, purchase I have that my Bullet Club Bucks. shirt. Go ahead. Saying that was a major moment. I saw you purchase that from the Bucks, which was a great time. All right, so you're you're claiming you wear crunch. Here's my next thing, and Shabs, I want to see where you're at on this as well, is that you claim that you can't wear a Get These Hands shirt, you can't wear a Bullet Club shirt. You're even going as far as to say that you can't wear an RKO shirt that has a snake a snake on it. Well, and, that's that's my point here. That's, I and love I'm this. saying I rock my Bullet Club sweatshirt. I walk around Los Angeles very proud rocking Bullet Club all the time because I know – I'm like, yo, I, I think this is cool, and uh, it no way informs my politics, and I'm not here to not scare people. I'm here to be myself. Yeah, but you're married. Well, I'm here to not scare anything. people. It matters. Yeah. It's relevant. It's not. You're not picking up chicks in your Macho Man cartoon shirt, and you're not picking up chicks in your RKO shirt. <laughs> yeah. There's no picking up of No, chicks. the chicks Period. love a soft style. I think, style I think we know that. Man cartoon <laughs> shirt. Nothing <laughs> a woman loves more than a man in a soft style <laughs> Macho Man <laughs> Savage shirt. They love it. I mean, here's what it boils down to. To say that by wearing non-official merch, that's more accessible, that's crazy because it's not like non-wrestling fans or casual wrestling fans see shirts 
and they're like, oh, that one's too extreme because it's authentic. They don't know what's real and what's not. They just know it's wrestling or not. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question, Chad? No, hold on. Some of the authentic shirts we're talking about are very innocuous, friendly, great. Sasha Banks' stuff, Bailey's stuff, whatever. Um, I don't have that garbage. And some of the the Etsy Etsy gear is, is very aggressive. Like, it's not like soft. It's not like... WWE Crunch Tech is, is too hot to handle for a casual fans. It's it's case by case. There's no through line. Can I ask you questions? That's a great point. Do you, here's a couple. Well, here's a couple uh, questions. Part Number of one. That, do you like, agree that? A, all right. Arlen, you go. Sorry. I guess I can't ask you questions. No, I, I yield my time. Do you agree that? Do you agree that? I uh, also yield the, my. <laughs> I'm asking you a question. You don't have to yield your time. I'm yield, asking I'm a question to you. Wait, Newman, do you yield your time? I, I yield my time to Arlen. Okay. Arlen, please continue whenever you're ready. Do you believe that there is a time and a place? Well, actually, there's a precursor question. Do you do you agree that official WWE merch is difficult out of context for the casual wrestling fan to understand? No. Not... Anymore. If I'm wearing a Get These Hands shirt, you're saying that the casual wrestling no. fan knows I'm wearing a wrestling what shirt. What I'm saying is it's case by case. Why does that matter? I'm asking about you about that case. Look, look, it's look, not, it's look, too look, insecure because, to be a hashtag. Well, I'm going I'm to ask a subsequent question. Just Let me respond. Let me respond. Let me respond. And let me cut you off at the pass here. Okay. I yield my time to shirts. there's some shirts, whether they be Crunch Tech or whether they be <laughs> Etsy, non-Crunch Tech, Right, some of them are going to be a little too hot to handle, a little out of context, don't make sense. Some of them will be accessible no matter what they are. Get these hands is an example of a crunch tech that okay maybe might confuse people, but Rowdy Ronda Rousey is a crunch tech that I own that no one will be confused about and is very delightful for non non wrestling fans and wrestling fans alike. It has nothing to do with crunch tech. You're using this whole argument as a no. means to say I don't need to wear crunch tech to prove I'm a real fan, and and what you're saying is is bullshit. Shebs, you're you're answering a question that I didn't ask. Here's the question that I want you to answer: Do WWE official uh, ring merch shirts have more or less context than shirts that have a wrestler's face on it? Uh. That's not an appropriate question because some official... Yeah, you answered the question! You're on the stand. I'm asking you the question. Okay. Answer so the question. question. Is, your question is, does merch with the face on it have more context than WWE official merch? That's crunch tech. Correct. That's that implies question. that there's no crunch tech that has a face on it. The vast majority does not. It's usually sayings, slogans, images. Okay. So also... Th- that's just what it is. The vast majority of non-crunch tech shirts from Etsy... Also, don't have faces on them. No, but we're talking about the ones that I've been wearing. This is I'm on I'm on trial here. Your argument should be, Arlen. I only wear wrestling shirts with faces on it because that's the better. No, no. You see, you're not answering the question. That's not what I'm saying. You can't handle the truth. This goes back to my original point, which is that there's a time and a place for different merchandise, and sometimes wearing merchandise that has. Uh, uh, a wrestler's face on it in an inviting way is useful to draw in the casual fan. Okay, and okay. often, like ring-worn merch will you yield is your... confusing for people. Will I will yield, yield the time. time. To me? Will anyone yield I their will time yield... to me? Shebs? I'm yielding. Yield! 
Okay, so here's my thing. It's like, Arlen, I would like specific examples of times where you wore a Get These Hands shirt or a Bullet Club shirt or a shirt with a snake on it where you made somebody uncomfortable where they wouldn't like wrestling because of the shirt yeah. is what kind no, no, of what no. you're claiming. Okay, here's what I'm claiming. And Number also, one, I want to claim complete bullshit on the fact that you're trying to be this ambassador of wrestling. No, it's you're you're overblowing it. I'm, I'm, let me give you a real life scenario. When I go to, I wear wrestling stuff to the gym all the time. When I wear the scarier stuff, no one comes up to me and goes, "You're making me uncomfortable. Please leave." Do I get looks? Do people clearly? Uh, do they, are they wondering what I'm wearing? Absolutely. Does anyone ever approach me and go, "Oh, really cool shirt"? No, never. But when I go to the gym and I wear my, you know, uh, uh, what's the uh, you know the tank top I have, the Macho Man tank top or the Bret Hart tank top. I the try chocolate. to block it out. Yeah, you don't want people line. to be offended by the word hitman on a shirt. Listen, <laughs> think you're the chalk, chalk lines are fun. Oh, no, it's the sharpshooter. The hitman is here again. If only Listen, it was a chalk guy, of a man you pink. have a chalk line. You have a chalk line, okay? Yeah. So chalk lines are fun. You wear them to the gym. People come up to me. They go, that's awesome. I love that. I used to love watching wrestling. One of one of the instructors of the class I go to always comes up to me when I wear fun wrestling merch and we chop it up. But they don't know what's going on when I'm wearing a, you know, a random uh, a Rollins shirt. But that doesn't mean I don't wear them. It just means they're for different purposes. And there's different occasions for different things. That's all I'm saying. It's not that complicated. May I speak something? I uh, yield. All right, I yield my time as well. So, Arlen, what you're basically saying is that occasionally some shirts, which, by the way, I don't even want to generalize as Crunch Tech WWE. You're just citing a couple examples. And, that and by the way, Crunch Tech, we mean those really hard shirts. When you, If you order the blanket shirt off of WWEshop.com, the shirt you get when you don't choose a special style. They're very thick. They're very coarse, but known to chafe a nipple or two. Keep going. Yes, and, and I'm specifically uh, saying when I say Crunch Tech, I mean ring merch. Like right. the stuff that the wrestlers wear to the ring. Okay, because in the same conversation about how Crunch Tech, the negative effects of wearing Crunch Tech in public and the looks you'll get, you're citing Bullet Club. And Bullet Club merch is only soft style PWT gear. That's so correct. it's really not even in the same conversation. One of the one of the examples. But it's official claiming, merch, right? That's you're, tech, like you're not, the you're Bullet not, Club shirt is official well, merch. You're not letting. You're not really yielding the floor, are you? It seems like. Sorry, that... I was just clarifying a point. It's, so, it's official ring merch. Right, but we're not talking about that because last the last thing that we were saying is that the pinnacle of fandom, the most pure expression of your adult wrestling fandom, is to wear the most uncomfortable and the most official of the shirts, which is WWE sanctioned Crunch Tech entrance attire gear. You're saying, well. Get these hands as an example of one that that people look at me sideways for having, which I don't even I don't think anyone would feel weird about seeing. Get these hands. Then you're <laughs> saying, well, the man Becky Lynch shirt is one that people might look at me. I don't even think you own that shirt. All right. Then I do saying, own the man shirt. Club. I have it in my drawer right, right now. I'd like as an experiment for you to wear it around San Francisco, the silly ass city of of the West Coast, and see how many people look at you sideways and and feel uncomfortable or you're perceiving some sort of you know, inappropriateness. No. Look, the the man shirt, I I wore it. I wear it around. Okay. And it's not that anyone looks at me sideways necessarily. That's a hard thing to interpret. Okay. I, you know, I don't feel it when I wear that shirt. But no one 
says anything about anything, right? Okay, if I so, wear my okay. Goldberg cartoon shirt, then naturally people are like, oh man, you know, you it's it's the same reason why WWE books Goldberg into headline a mania. Okay. Doesn't so, mean it's my favorite thing, but it's got a time and a place. So you're trying to play this card of you're the ambassador. You need to talk to people about wrestlers they remember from their childhood. I'm not saying I uh, am hold on, I have let, a let me let me get this out, but neither Dan or I fucking believe in that shit, right? What you're basically saying is people don't talk to you and say, "Hey, I love wrestling." If you're wearing a shirt that says "Get These Hands," well, that's simply because it's a it's an inside reference only for true fans. It's like if you sure. have a it's like if it's you like wear a shirt, shirt says his powers over says, nine thousand. Exactly. People don't know it's a Dragon Ball Z reference, but if you do know it's a Dragon Ball Z reference, you want to say, "Hey, man, I love Dragon Ball Z." So basically, what you're saying is the Crunch Tech shirts are too inside baseball sometimes. And let me tell you something, that's one of the reasons why they are more pure. Because it only for I'm the not, I, We agreed they're more not pure. Yielding! You are not yielding! They <laughs> Yield! Are only, they are only for the purest and most true of wrestling fans. And the thing is this, Bullet Club is the, the outlier because it's soft style, it is official merch, so it's, it's a kind of a gray area. Um, when I w and you're saying Bullet Club is a shirt that people might look at you weird for wearing. Certainly in San Francisco, a very liberal city, gun control uh, reform is a big deal for those folks, and they probably don't appreciate seeing a shirt with lots of bullets on them. Sure. And a skull. New York, New York City equally well. People wear skull stuff all the time. Skull has nothing to do with it. Girl, little girls in hot topic. You know, twelve year old girls. I, I just think it's the context of the bullets and the skull. Yeah, yeah. It just yeah. the context. It seems like you're not yielding so good. So the thing is, people <laughs> yield. I have worn the Bullet Club shirt around New York City, which I think is is certainly a liberal city as well. And some people may look at me strange, but you know what else happens? I, I was walking down this fucking Sixth Avenue to get some food with a friend of mine who doesn't like wrestling. I'm wearing a Bullet Club shirt. A dude I don't know who I wa was walking past goes, Bullet Club, and I go. It's real. And then we too sweet each other, and I don't break my stride. I keep walking forward. And my friend was like, what the fuck was that? Are you sure, guys in a sure. gang? And I was like, nah, bro, you don't get it. Absolutely. Because that's true wrestling fandom. It is a bond. It is a bond with the initiated. And I don't care if people look at me, because true fandom is more important to me than the public's perception. Look, Being a true fan and expressing that is more important to me than, oh, people might feel uncomfortable because there's a, a snake on my shirt. Right. I don't care what you feel. I don't care how you think and if this hurts your feelings. I will suffer. Well, the snake accusation is legendary. <laughs> this, this, the snake. Oh, people are offended by a snake on a shirt. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about? And then it's the, thing the viper. Army, you're saying like people, you're talking about people appreciating a Macho Man shirt with a cartoon Mach or a Hulkamania shirt with a cartoon Hulk. And what I say to that is that those people are ironic fans. Those people are ironic wearers. Any fucking dipshit in a fraternity who doesn't know shit about wrestling <laughs> could throw on a fucking Macho Man sunglasses shirt soft style from Etsy. Sure. And be like, sure. yo, re remember Mach? But here's the deal. I don't give a fuck about that guy. He's not a wrestling fan. I don't want him to come up to the street and talk to me about my Macho Man shirt. Yeah, but I you're do... a mean guy. Okay. No, fellas. you're an asshole. I think. We... All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I think you all have to yield your time to me right now. We we've used all the time we have for merch corner on the podcast this week. I'll yield. 
I will yield. Okay. Uh, this is basically up to the Cow Nation. Hit the Facebook page, the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook page. Is Arlen... Is there a time and a place? Is Arlen's defense of I'm allowed to wear ugly third-party merch because I have a petite frame and because people are scared of snakes a good a good <laughs> argument? Is that a good argument? Can, can, can I add one thing, Dan? I want to make one... One yeah. final closing remark, yeah. which is if you wake up in the morning yeah. and you choose not to wear a wrestling shirt yeah. because it's crunch tech yeah. and you it will happens. wear a soft style, then I believe that soft style has a place in the universe because you are wearing incrementally more wrestling merch. Well, okay, look, I do sympathize with you. I sympathize with you because look, the crunch shirts last week, for example, I was going to come in here. Finn Balor had a big week. And I wanted to wear the For Everyone shirt. And then I put sure. it on, and I was like, yeah, this yeah. is not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> like, this shirt tough is wear. so thick. It is like wearing a winter coat. <laughs> like, Look, a winter no coat doubt. made of sandpaper. It's tough. It's really but tough. That's, but that's what I'm saying. you got to suffer for the art. We're not saying there's no time and no place for the Etsy shirts and the soft style right. shirts. Of course, wear them. It's better to wear those than no wrestling shirts. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying, Arlen, it seems like you really, really infrequently really show the ultimate act of devotion, which is wearing the crunch tech. And it's because he's, How he's often are you guys single, wearing crunch tech? He doesn't tech. want to scare away all the ladies, all those single ladies who are scared of snakes <laughs> but love a nice match cartoon. A nice no, cartoon who? Cartoon Goldberg. <laughs> Oh, it's all the ladies that love a cartoon heart foundation. They very attracted to Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Anyway, fellas, I while I got you, I think we got to wrap this up. Well, this is certainly not the end of this. This might actually be what many people call the beginning. Many people are calling it that. But uh, uh, while I got you, this is the go home show for the Royal Rumble. Just give me the name. Who is winning the men and women's Royal Rumble? Arlen Marmel, uh, you go first. I yield. Yield. <laughs> oh, he's yielding his time. First. Yield. Well, I don't know who's going to win, but I do believe that Kenny Omega will be in this Rumble. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Same. I'm, I want to put that in the, on the record. I think we will see Omega. Well, I want it's, to. It's so coincidental, right, that he's available and the Rumble is here. I don't know if we'll see him in the match. He might be sitting ringside. Yeah. Well, he does have well, a whole well, contract think about, dispute. We're gonna. We're gonna, yeah, but think about Ronda Rousey's appearance. You know, a year ago she wasn't in the match, but she was there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, yield, uh, yield, 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 yield. Well, we're gonna get more into Rumble coverage when we get rid of you guys. But I will say, uh, 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 just some man and woman's name. Uh, none of you answered. None of you had the fucking balls. What are you guys scared by a couple of snake T-shirts right now? What's going All on? All right, for <laughs> men. Man, I'm gonna say Drew McIntyre. Nice, that's a great wow. pick. That would be so. That would be so cool. He's so not like technically ready in terms of like the writing for him, but like why not, right? But also, I mean, like why not give him that? Like the thing is about Drew McIntyre is he's so fucking good, but he's really not had much rub. Like they haven't really put a lot of of uh, accolades on him. Yeah, I think Royal Rumble winner is a great place to start. Yeah. Don't disagree, and if it, you know, if they don't feel the heat, make it a triple threat. It's worth the risk. Uh, and w a woman's winner, Shebs. 
I went first on men. I don't need to go first on women. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 we're going to cover it separately, so I just need you guys here. I, I was trying to get you a voice on here. I already regret yielding my time to you here. Uh, Arlen, men's winner. I was going to do women's. Uh, I, I, <laughs> for women's, I have Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte. Yeah. Oh, uh, an obvious great pick, yeah. Charlotte. Why and not? I'm always. And by the way, did you see how how awesome she looked on SmackDown last night? Oh yeah, she was wearing like a like that black uh, see through like sh- sh- what do you call that? I wish I had the word for it. If, uh, sheer. Yeah, sheer. <laughs> yeah, a negligee. I, I wanted to. Call I it she the looked share. so awesome. You know the share, the turn back time material. <laughs> I would call that the old turn back time. You're gonna go Charlotte and uh, Shabs. Who do you think's winning the women's rumble? I will, for the first time in a long time, agree with Arlen Marmel. It's a great pick. I think Charlotte has the best shot. Guns ahead, Vegas odds, Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Unless she sees a shirt that says, get these hands with a little garden snake on it. She might not show. A snake or a scorpion. She might not show. Uh, One of my favorite (laughs) moments in pod history is Arlen trying to sell us on the fact that a snake shirt is offensive. Uh, Look, you don't understand. You guys don't live in San Francisco. You don't know what it's like here. You don't know what it's like. No, and I never would. And I never would. Uh, Arlen Arlen, is single. Man's win. Men, men, Men rumble winner. I have a really hard time with the men's uh, rumble, and we were talking about this at dinner, me, you, and Skyler, because I think if Kenny Omega is in it, it is like night and day different than if he's not. Yeah, um, which I don't think so he I, is personally, but I, I hope you're right. I, uh, I mean, yeah. So I really don't like. I, I feel like that's like a fundamental game changer. You know, it changes everything to me. So I don't know. I mean, Chef's well, pick was McIntyre. Do the head. There's not really a gun to your head. I didn't know this was going to take another 10 minutes. I thought this was a quick – I thought this was my out to get rid of you guys, and I can't even get an answer. Well, in the meantime, can I just say I am wearing a wrestling T-shirt right now. To work? What are you you wearing? To work, but it is non-crunch tech. It is the Razor Ramones Ramones T-shirt. Whoa. So that's like – but that's exactly what you're – Ramones T-shirt? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, it's like them posing as the Ramones, like an album cover, but all the Ramones faces have been replaced with Razor Ramones face, and it just says Ramones in oh, yellow. I love that. No that is so much Isn't that what you're accusing? That's dr- I'm validated. Drawings of, of, of Jim the Anvil Night I'm <laughs> validated. He's Arlen, wearing BSSE gear. You know why you're – it's not BSSE. It's PWT. And the reason it's not validated is because I will – Tomorrow, be wearing a crunch texture. <laughs> I can do the soft style. Listen, and if, I have, if I have, if I, if I have to suffer on the out. cross, hey, yield your time to the. Uh, what flavor? Lime, uh, garbage. Lime. Yeah, lime. Duh. All um, right, fellas, that'll do it. Rollins. That Rollins is my pick. Rollins is another great pick. I actually think Rollins is the safest gun to the head pick on there. I think it's he's the. Well, you put a gun to my head. I'm he, playing it safe. Is, well, the it, gun's it, not really there, guys. <laughs> And on that note, fellas, bros, I think we, you guys remember, hit the Facebook page, Comedians Wrestling Facebook page. We got to settle this merch uh, 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 corner debate. I will say one thing is that uh, uh, Jabroniak, listener to this podcast, uh, Lauren Moran makes some awesome designs of pro wrestling that is not on, uh, I don't know where she sells them and stuff. I mean, she made that Becky shirt. That is so much better than the man shirt where uh, uh, Becky bleeding on the face. And you can uh, uh, pick that. I don't know where you can get it because I think they gave her like a season to assist, but you could pick that up. The right merch is worth it, but he's got to, you also got to hit the crunch tech. Anyway, fellas, cheers up. Cheers, cheers all up. the way up. All right.
All right, we're out of that. You guys hit the cow page. You know. Let's talk about this Women's Royal Rumble. I made a list of who could win the Women's Royal Rumble, okay? Yeah. Um, man, Royal Rumble's so exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It's my favorite pay-per-view. Yeah, same. Um, Love it. And, um, okay, so women. I have Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, Mandy Rose, which we were mentioning her, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane as my the only what I'm trying to do here again is the list of the only people who could this is the list of people who could potentially win right um uh the most obvious pick to me is Charlotte it's hard to not see Charlotte winning this yeah do you have Ember Moon by the way oh no she belongs in here yeah if Kyrie Sane's there for sure no, no, Ember Moon definitely blogs here. Although she, whenever she gets a mic, bit of a jabron on the mic, uh, but uh, a great talent and was tremendously over at Evolution, if you remember. I think an interesting thing happens when you have, like, when you have wrestlers whose real life persona is like they're very sweet. Like Ember Moon is like notoriously very right. sweet, uh, and her gimmicks that she's a werewoman, I believe. She's like, uh, or like a war god. It's like yeah. that when that incongruency comes up and they're not being like them at eleven. Yeah. Then it's like uh, it gets all botchy, you know. It's so I terrible. think if she were, if her character were more like a Bailey type of character, because that's more her natural personality, she may be more comfortable on the mic. It's like you know, the first time I heard Brock Lesnar speak, I was just like, "Whoa, that's not the voice he yeah. should have." Like that voice is a little too high. It's yeah. not scary. But then because he's actually a scary man, it doesn't matter what he sounds like. Right. Like shoot, he's a UFC fighter, but he's a little like, hey, what's up? Yeah. he's got the well, Mike, I like Mike Tyson or whatever. Yeah. But when these characters are like, I'm a Death Lord, and then they come out like, hey, what's up? Uh, my name's like, hey, I'm a, uh, hey, I'm Ember Moon. Uh, yeah, did you get a good parking spot or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's it's done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, who do you guys think wins gun to the head? That's the test we use here. Uh, it's not always the best use because you're thinking about your life on the line. Mm -hmm. And so it, it tends to be a little fun. And the gun to the head test was the uh, Roman Reigns test <laughs> eventually for a while. If you yeah. want to stay alive, choose that. But gun to the head, who do you think is winning this Women's Royal Rumble? Keep in mind that uh, Becky Lynch is a title shot that night. Uh, Sasha Banks has a, shot, uh, has a title shot that night, but I kept them on my list. I'm going dark horse. You're, you're going to pull this trigger and blow my brains out. Yeah. Nikki Cross. Oh, I didn't even have her on here. Nikki Cross. Mm. And who does she challenge? Asuka? Yeah. Asuka. Because if you recall, their last woman standing match in NXT was fire. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Again, you know my set. I, I already took shit on the Facebook page for this, but I always toss NXT. Uh, I think NXT is the land of fake heat. It, not all. It doesn't mean your heat is not real. It just means that it doesn't translate totally to the main card. Uh, think about uh, Bailey. <laughs> um, you know. But let, uh, yeah, I mean, who wins? Who I mean, wins doesn't? But doesn't? But doesn't? We watch the. I mean, we could talk about it in the next episode. But like Adam Cole when he came up in the the Rumble last year. Yeah. That heat translated just fine. I think Becky's going to win the Women's Royal Rumble, actually. I think they're just going to have a big pay-per-view for Becky, where like yeah. something like something nuts happens where she doesn't win the match against Asuka. It really pisses her off. She comes in in that Rumble and just like clears house, and it's just like, fuck you, like you'll never, you can't take me down, and like that, and everyone's like, nut, it goes nuts for her. She doesn't have a title, but I, can Becky walk away from the Royal Rumble losing? 
both uh, losing, not not even entering the Royal Rumble or being tossed over, and also losing the match. No. Uh, right. I just don't think she can. No. The only way to do it is by having her not in the Royal Rumble, which people will be pissed off about. I just think they're gonna Becky. I think I I, I look at it, I think Becky. Yeah. So you think she loses to Oscar? I don't. Th- do you think that she can win the title? Um. Because then Ronda, we know Ronda's not dropping the title to Sasha Banks, right? Well, here's here's the here's the booking. I think I mentioned it on the Facebook. Yeah. Oh, I, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we so said. So Charlotte, so everyone retains. It's just like the most yeah. classic. But, but not everyone retains, actually. Uh, uh, Becky regains. Uh, Ronda retains. <laughs> and then you see Roman Reigns. <laughs> no, and then uh, yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte wins Chained. the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Charlotte wins the Rumble and says, I want both of you because you, you know, you, you know, screwed me out of the ladder match and you, I hate. Try yeah. to do a talk up to Becky song. Ready? And start. <laughs> It is here one in the morning with the coolest hits and the craziest hits. That's right, we got you sick. Oh, Charlie, I love you. Yeah, yeah, and then you go to that, and we will come back to you guys at 11. That was great. Yeah, you go, uh, we're going four for four on a Tuesday night. Becky Oh, that one actually you could do because yeah, that's music, what I was going for. You yeah, started muting me. You're listening to no, I, Scumbag in the Taint. I wasn't doing that. I was turning it down. Uh, Skyler, uh, I, I was turning it down because you. Uh, uh, I thought it was I was drowning you out. That's yeah, all because okay. of the controls. Okay, we got to cool it down here. Let's cool it down here on KC 101, baby, baby, coming at you stained with radio theme songs. <laughs> I love the way it's like <laughs> little hammer on, <laughs> little hammer on action. <laughs> Man, uh, probably at like the second and fourth fret of the B string. Wow, right. we got a musician in the mix here. Um, okay, so uh, uh, wait, so yeah, who do you got? What, what women? Did you choose a woman? Itch? Not yet. Yeah, no, I got Charlotte. I said Charlotte, Nikki, in the, in Nikki Cross. You chose that right. All right, let's go. We got a cash in Rumble predictions. Let's see what this means. What's up, Jabroniacs? James Carterelli cashing in second week in a row. Uh, ordered my adult wrestling fan this morning. I'm super excited. Cheers off. Uh, best believe I will be wearing it in the club believe as it. well as the bar and as well as at Fastlane on March 10th in Cleveland, Ohio. But um, I just wanted to make a couple quick rumble predictions of winners. I got Seth Rollins. He's going to take home the men's and then Charlotte. I mean, is it? Is it obvious Charlotte's going to take home the the women's Royal Rumble? That's, it just seems like these two people are the most obvious choices. So it's not really like I'm going out on a on a limb here. But guys, I wanted to bounce a quick a uh, quick question off you guys uh, with Vince McMahon being on Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown. Oh my God, I can't talk. SmackDown. SmackDown. Right uh, I right, believe is it. It's like a product of it's AEW. French. Like is WWE really feeling heat up? From AEW, where like it seems like the product of TV has just gone drastically up over the past couple weeks. Like it's been really awesome, in my opinion. And I wonder if Vince coming back, if this was just in the plans all along. I uh, wanted to uh, see what you guys thought about that. And 
Yeah, man. Cheers up. Cheers up. Cheers up. Yeah, I mean, I think that it wasn't in the the ratings were dipping. I, I think that the McMahons come around this time every single year, so that's pretty uh, that's pretty standard. I think that they are feeling heat from AEW definitely. Like, I don't mean that. Like, I think that someone probably sat down with Vince and was like, "Look, we'll be fine." And they're looking at the numbers and they're like, "What could they do?" Whatever. And but anyone who's an owner of anything feels any kind of nervousness when there's competition coming in. They're definitely feeling. Uh, just if you think Vince McMahon's feeling zero heat from AEW, you're in the Jabron zone, right? But if you think that he's shitting in his boots, then you're, you're also, also <laughs> in the Jabron zone. <laughs> I, I was gonna say the spice zone. No, no, you're in the Jabron zone. Yeah. like it's somewhere in the, in the middle. And yeah, I think there- actually there's also a part of him that is likes it, right? Because he's you oh, know, yeah, this yeah. excites him. This gives him a booking boner. I think that he's gonna. I think that he's just gonna respond somehow. And if that's Finn versus AJ, just being like, "Oh yeah, here's your Bullet Club match, right, you right. fucking smarks. Yeah. Right, right. Stay right here where where we take care of you. Yeah, right. give you a chair at the end of the night." Triple you know? H, Triple H did that media call, and on it, uh, somebody asked him about AEW uh, affecting NXT. And he goes, "What is that?" And he goes, "He's like, what?" Uh, and then he spit his water at the mic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. Uh, so this I, isn't the time to play the game. Because <laughs> it's not about the game, right? It's and it's you... all about the game, and when you play, <laughs> right now is not the time. <laughs> uh, Come at you. He said no, something, something along the lines of of uh, that. Uh, you know, it's definitely something that they're keeping an eye on, and that they compete with everything. So they're obviously aware of it. They would have to be the biggest idiots. Is in that the, world. the answer he gave? Yeah, he's like, we're definitely keeping an eye on them. And I think uh, actually, I have the clip said, here. Actually, I have it here. It's a. Someone you idolize <laughs> takes you under their wing. For- uh, no, um, Someone you idolize. Something's still on the soundboard for no reason. Yeah, but yeah, okay. he's so yeah. they're obviously aware of it from the mouth of Triple H. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about AEW for a second, right? Uh, Guys, which, sorry, really quickly, gotta yeah. pivot. What if Shawn Michaels wins and takes on Brock? Oh my God! <laughs> do a talk up do a because talk-up. I think that that would be great, ladies. If you know what I mean, let's do it. Twenty nineteen. Two DJs. Two DJs. We got talking hey. over each other. We're doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right, everybody. That's going see, on. Yo, yeah. Stick around for weather. Jackie. You thought one this disc jockey was annoying enough. We got four. <laughs> talking over each other so you can't hear a thing. Got the weed. Hey, you remember when you... No, all right. Anyway. All right. But no, but... Uh, I'm sorry. You saying Shawn Michaels? That'd be crazy. I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> yeah. He should well, be on the list. I don't think anything is crazy if Finn is winning the the, the if Finn is winning this Universal Championship. The I don't think any legend match is crazy because he his star power is low, but he looks like a star. But he's not. He 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 can't be the main star of the match. And so if you give him Taker, you give him a Batista. You give like you you know it's 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 something I could see Ooh, Batista. And Finn would be very fun. <laughs> you you want to see that? I think so, because Batista's, uh, because it's it all comes down to, like, whenever you have a guy who's smaller versus yeah. a guy that's bigger, the guy the bigger guy can, like, hold the smaller guy in the air longer. There's just this more, make, sell his moves better. I don't know how good Batista is in the ring, period. Yeah. Uh, but, I, yeah, I would be, I would be excited by that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You, all right, let, let, I, 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 I want to talk about AEW, but I also want to talk about Finn against Lesnar. Um, uh, 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 but let, so let's just while we're talking about Finn, do you think Finn gun to the head? You're dead if you're wrong. Is Finn winning the Universal Championship on Sunday? 
end as the demon or not as the demon? Is he winning or losing? Is uh, he coming out as the demon? Two he's questions. He's not winning. Yeah. And I don't think he's coming out as the demon because he's not winning. And they're going to try to right. do a full-on David and Goliath match, and it's going to be compelling, and it's going to be a great showing, but he's going to lose. Yeah, but it's going to be a great showing. There's no question about that. They know that. But he also had – people forget this. He had a great showing in the Rumble last year. He's a, he is a, he's a guy who has great showings. Ziggler has great showings a lot of times, and then they just let that heat die. But I'm saying if he comes out not as the demon – I mean, Jabron's on. Like, when 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 is the demon necessary? I know it's ridiculous. You know what I'm you're going against the top guy in the industry, and you you're not bringing the demon along. I know. I want the demon. I think it should. I, I would be annoyed if. But he it wasn't. makes the demon stupid. If he doesn't bring the demon, it makes it stupid because it's like, oh, so you 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 brought it for Corbin at SummerSlam, <laughs> right. but not for Lesnar. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, and, and but the thing is that he's losing. Most no, likely, yeah. I don't so know. Uh, the so demon funny. can't lose, right? I mean, not like his third appearance in WWE. Yeah. Last week, I was like, they're definitely gonna have Finn because I got worked by the whole thing. That's like you're gonna see new faces, like you know, you're gonna see. Uh, which, by the way, stick to my story. The whole McMahon takeover is worse than if they kept it before because uh, I, they could change the writing like it is now, uh, juice it up, but. Wouldn't wouldn't it be fun if Corbin was like being yeah. like I've given myself four spots in the Rumble this year? You know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't that be more fun than just Vince, who's doing what? Just like he's just coming out for random segments. I don't like randomness. I wish I knew what Vince's goal was. Remember, he had them like AJ punched him in the face like two weeks ago. Right. What was that for? Remember that? Like, and Rollins and and Triple H had like a face off. I mean, unless that's leading to something, but I feel like this is just ratings. Like, oh, Triple H is here, and the, and the, and I like that worse because obviously I'm an actual consumer of the it product. It blows yeah. my I'm mind. A, a weekly. It blows my mind that there's people out there who who or, that, or it blows my mind that that works. That that like. Triple H could be on TV and someone would hear that and be like, oh, Triple H is going to be on Raw? I better watch. Or, oh, Vince McMahon's going to be on Raw? I right. better watch. It blows my mind that those yeah, people exist. It's uh, weird. Um, yeah, so wait. Um, like, oh. Cena, I get. Yeah. But, like, who's who's like, oh, McMahon's back? Like, I don't get it. So, Finn winning, yes or no? Yes. I think he's going to win. he's winning the title? Yeah. Okay, cool. And I don't think he I comes think out no. as a demon. No, I think, I think he, he comes out regular Finn and he beats him. Whoa, that is a spicy take. That who, is a spicy. The this is hot garbage. For the men, uh, I said Rollins, but uh, in this booking, no. In this booking, no. Yeah, but that's like that's my. I mean, oh god, I don't know. Yeah, that's not a gun to your head answer. Then I yeah. gotta play this one cash in because it's. Oh uh, right, skills. yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. If you're if we're pulling the trigger and put me in a ditch, then yeah, Brock. It's going to be, he's going to make Brock. Oh, come on, make it more fun, man. There's no actual gun. There's no actual gun. Oh, no. There's no actual gun. And then he's coming out as Ultimate Warrior. I don't know. I just can't shake this feeling that he's going to beat him. Good for you, dude. I want that to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. We were watching that Good, good for you, man. Just keep keep being oblivious. I pre I, I like that about I you. I want to hear this cash in because this cash in is called Finn Balor's Social Media Defense. And last week, uh, remember, I, I kind of said that my problem with Finn is the guy has like no fire, which, by the way, I thought he had some. Decent fire in his promo this week, but like I said, his social media takes me out of it. It's like way too like silly. It's he, he retweets every Finn art, like it's Finn art. It's like all, yeah. and sometimes it's silly, and he does like weird smiles, and he's got too many friends. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> I guarantee too- you, there, there's a Cena uh, thing in here talking about Cena's Instagram. All right. Hey, what's up? This is Emily Scott from the Carolina Cows, and I'm calling to cash in uh, in defense 
of Finn Balor's social media. Um, I've seen complaints before, and uh, I've got a whole theory. But basically what it boils down to is um, I think uh, people give Finn a hard time uh, about his social media because um, there's this, still this really ingrained notion of what – uh, somebody who looks like him, especially in the wrestling world, should act like. Like, um, people don't give Kevin Owens or Rusev uh, similar flack, even though they post all sorts of silly things as well uh, on social media. But um, we still kind of seem locked into Finn, how Finn is supposed to uh, act and be tough and all this. And I think because he's kind of more that traditional man, uh, like male wrestler, um, and... Uh, yeah, so I I personally don't see anything wrong. I I think if anything, he's got a real brand uh, and an identity, and to me, that makes him that much more interesting. Um, I also think that uh, this is part of why women connect with him. Uh, yeah, there's a thirst factor there, obviously, but um, I think also he just always has come off as like if you're a woman and you're walking around in the world just doing your thing and you've got your earbuds in and he's just a guy who sees you, he's going to leave you alone. And that's what women want. <laughs> so um, that I think he just really appeals in a lot of ways to, to women and also the kids. So um, I personally don't see anything wrong with his social media. Uh, if it's not for you, that's okay. Uh, so I guess at the end of the day, that's my two cents. Valor Club for everyone, Valor Social Media. Uh, maybe not so much, and that's okay. Uh, anyway, just my thoughts. Thanks. Cheers up. Cheers, Cheers up. up. Hey. Yeah, I got to stop approaching women with earbuds in, man. I'm screwing this whole you thing know, up. You should. Stop. No, I should. Stop that. should stop that. Yeah. I, uh, I, whenever, whenever, whenever I'm like walking through Hollywood and, and I pass a woman, I, I and I, I, I don't even... I don't even acknowledge her existence, and I think that's the best thing I can do. Oh, I know. I don't acknowledge, acknowledge their existence because I'm not confident enough. I don't even look. I might as well possibly. be. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to smile. I'm not going to say yeah. hi. It's the best thing. It's like I had, I've had, I had friends like in like high school who would like hit on chicks like at, like at the mall like working. I'm how like, they're you? at work. I know. How I don't even know how you do that to bring yourself to walk up to someone I, who's living their life. The thing is, I empathize. I empathize so much uh, with women on this front because I hate when anybody that I don't know talks to me. Oh, Period. I'm like, yeah. don't just get the fuck. I hate strangers. I hate unless I drop anybody. my wallet and you're picking it up and handing it. So to me. I can't even <laughs> imagine a world where these strangers who are coming up and talking to me are coming up and talking to me because they're trying to like. Be intimate with oh, me. Oh, it's crazy. Ugh. How is that? I don't Ugh. understand how that's ever worked. Like, Never. You know? It's Never. just, it's 1% maybe. You sure. Know? If. Um, listen, but, uh, uh, listen, you know, you guys know where I stand on this. Not changing my lifestyle. <laughs> I'm four or five women every day of my life. I thought that was a cash in where I have no response. I think it's fantastic. I, I, I think it's a good call. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't really think of it from that standpoint. Uh, uh, and that's I was wrong about the, the Cena thing too, by the way. I thought you were going to mention Cena's Instagram. As, well, no, and also, as soon as I, I knew don't it follow was... Kevin. I randomly don't follow like some, actually at one point I unfollowed all the wrestlers because it was just my feed was like <laughs> yeah. all wrestlers, and then I think I I started to refollow, and then now I like don't follow the two. I don't. You follow, mentioned Kevin Owens and uh, Rusev, and I realize I don't follow either of their Instagrams. So I probably would say something about them too. I think just Finn, I happen to follow, and uh, it's a lot of like. I miss. I'm missing the fire. I, 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 either way, I, that's fine. But I could use a couple posts that are like him. Just being like, "Yo, Lesnar, I'm like, I'm coming for you," or like something that's like a little. Uh... Do you think that the wrestlers are under an obligation to keep kayfabe in their social media? Because some do, some don't. 
Uh, do you think they should always? I mean, if you're gimmick, it depend, it's gimmick dependent. Yeah. And I think he's a good argument to make that Finn, it, he is kind of like thirsty, that like he could, like going the way he's going is cool. Like, But Daniel Bryan's post, he shouldn't have been using social media or something. Right. Yeah. His, po- his profile picture should be like, the planet's dying. <laughs> All right? And like, and like and it's something like that. Like, Bray Wyatt shouldn't be showing me him like fishing. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, that's the deal. Being That's what I love so much about wrestling. It's the gift and the curse there. It's like that, it kind of, like it ma- it matters like yeah. that doesn't matter for anything else you know what i'm saying like we don't uh, like, like uh, luke, uh, right. luke, luke harper's twitter is just like you know it, it, it's monday you know what that means right. it's tuesday you know his whole twitter feed is just the same sentence <laughs> over well, like, and over again skyler skyler and like his wife can't post because they're, they're you know like in a uh, pitch perfect or whatever you know what i'm right. saying like imagine it's like you had to like only do acapella <laughs> that's your only interest yeah. or whatever or uh uh anyway so uh, whatever um i think there's some good points there i all right i want to before listen we have our picks for Royal Rumble, ultimately, we're going to continue this Royal Rumble conversation because Royal Rumble is so important, so fun to talk about in the bonus episode coming up. Uh, Patreon.com slash Comedians Wrestling for a couple bucks and check out the bonus, some bonus content about the Rumble. But I want to just mention this AEW thing quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 so, and uh, well, to kick it off, actually, the, the AEW showed up at Bar Wrestling. We have a cash in from the Bar Wrestling show uh, where Cody showed up. It's from Justin. Uh, they all showed up. Yeah, Justin and Barnes. What's up, guys? It's Justin from Orange County. I uh, My voice is a little hoarse uh, from being over at Bar Wrestling the other night uh, when the guys from AEW showed up, which was one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen live. Um, but it kind of got me kind of got me thinking about uh, something that I think would be kind of cool to see the AEW guys do is... Uh, indie interaction, and I know that uh, Impact has done it before with a couple other companies, but I think it'd be really cool, being that these guys have probably the deepest indie ties out of anybody in the world, I think it'd be really neat that if after Double or Nothing and all these big shows happen, if once they get into monthly or weekly TV or whatever they end up doing, um, if they could interact really heavily with local guys and not just bring people in as jobbers but more as actual competitors and you know we have Eli Everfly come in you know like he did on Smackdown right you know and he he got such a huge pop when he pinned the Miz but I mean imagine if that was something that could happen every week you know that you have you highlight local talent for the local TV and uh I think it'd be huge so I don't know what do you guys think anyways Cheers up. Cheers up. I was I worried if we wouldn't get the cheers up. Yeah. I think that's a very astute observation and is definitely going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I think that, by the way, I think just the only way to make it work for them as like a starting company is probably to have some element of that happen. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's part of what makes like ROH cool. So you're like, oh, the new Japan champ pops in and that there's like all that cross promotion uh, and uh, uh that they'll be able to open up like I think it's a great idea I think it's an example of stuff that they could do that's really different Um, I'm totally into it I want to bless just for time I want to just mention this AEW thing so apparently that um, on Red something Reddit what no not Reddit no (laughs) Red it's called Reddit it's called AMA (laughs) ask me everything no uh, but no uh, like I got that there's a web there's a company called uh, Redbubble this just happened and AEW and and pro wrestling tees Redbubble posted some CM Punk picture of t-shirts and some Golden Lovers t-shirts and pro wrestling tees sued them good 
right? Yeah. Uh, or something. And everyone was like, yo, these are shirts. These were shirts that are supposed to come out that leaked. These, these are... Interesting. These are leaked AEW shirts that like Golden Lovers have signed and that CM Punk has signed. Now, Pro Wrestling T's response, by the way, uh, they were very vocal on Twitter, just saying, we every day hit people for violations. It's part of business. It's not out yeah. of the ordinary at all for us to make people take stuff down that are that are the brands of official. Because like CM Punk has a store, right. you know, and his store is there, and they're selling it as second market. So it's not uh, uh, it's not out of the ordinary. But I thought it was worth bringing up that uh, just to get a success uh, or just to throw a wrench in the works for no reason. Yeah, uh, I, I don't see much there. I think that they definitely like you know what I mean. Um, Shirts, people flag stuff all the time, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and, and Red Bubble is notorious for stealing stuff. Right, and 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 I don't see. Do you think CM Punk would be immediately signed to AEW? Immediately? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Maybe see why not. not. I why don't not? see why not. He could wrestle one match a year. Yeah. Right. Or like, who knows? Sure. Versus uh, Jericho or yeah, Kenny. I mean, there's a lot. Cody. There's a lot there for him. It would be very on brand for him because mm-hmm. we're always like, man, he would contradict himself and have to put his foot in his mouth so much if he came back to WWE. Not if he went here. Not anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, great. Here, let's go try something, the talk-up test, and then we're going to be out of here right now, okay? Yeah. I want you to give all, all uh, Newman all your thoughts on your th- Lacey Evans' debut, okay? Okay. Uh, I mean, I didn't. Didn't see it. Oh, okay. Did you see Lacey Evans come out? She just walked out. It was, it yeah, was nothing. During she, Moment of Bliss? Yeah, during Moment of Bliss, she came out. All right. To give you all your thoughts during the Shawn Michaels talk up about how you felt about it before the song hits. All right, ready? Yeah. All right, ready, and go. You see a beautiful blonde lady come out. She's got southern wisdom, but she trips. She totally trips. She actually let her hat. She tripped and her hat fell down. down. It wasn't slick. For your debut, <laughs> Lacey Evans, you gotta be more smooth if you wanna be the special ladies. <laughs> Women's right. Well, I don't know what it thinks. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I thought, by the way, yeah, she's tripped and it was weird her hat went down, but she's she actually fine. recovered yeah, like a fine. champ. Yeah, she fine. like lifted it up. Actually, that, I have a lot of, uh, that character I think has a lot of legs. Oh, Vince uh, is gonna be super high on it. They're yeah. gonna love it. I, I think that I, I, I'm i expecting, as she gets more and more comfortable, I have high hopes for Lacey Evans. I want to say that. I think that's a really cool, cool gimmick, and I think it look, visually it looks cool. It's very fun. And, um, yeah. And think- we're going to talk about good social media. Like, she's on... She's on like Instagram posting videos of her making sweet tea, where she's like right. dumping an entire bag of sugar into tea. Yeah, uh, it's very fun. <laughs> I don't even. Know. She's weird because she's like I'm a Southern lady, but she's dressed like Carmen San Diego. Like it's a little. I don't, it's not exactly what I view, but I dig it. Uh, and then the last thing that brogue kick to Shane McMahon's head was pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. Uh, uh, say what you want about Shane, and I always do. Is like, I'm not the biggest. You know, I don't get. I'm not hot for Shane right now, but I will say. He, the guy takes a fucking hit. I mean, is he leaning into these hits? Yeah. What is his deal? I mean, I think he loves it. Dude. He I loves think, it. I think he loves the contact. Yeah. All right, everybody. This was our go home show. A lot of spicy content in here. Uh, t- t- get on the Facebook page. Let's talk about this rumble. Uh, remember, this Sunday we're having the Royal Rumble meetup at Coach's Corner Grill at 1 p.m. Check the Facebook page, Community Wrestling Facebook page, for any uh, uh, things that are changing on there. I'm hoping to make it, but I know some jabroniacs are going to be there. And then. Uh, 
Oh, 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 yeah, doing a talk-up. And, hey, hey, before the brood gets out here, and uh, remember, after the Royal Rumble at Phoenix Stand-Up Live, Dolph Ziggler and friends. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll be doing stand-up on that show with Dolph Ziggler, uh, Sarah Tiana, and a bunch of other funny comedians and pro wrestlers. It's always a great time. A perfect thing to go to after the Royal Rumble match. And remember, my stand-up special, Adult Wrestling Fan, is out right is this Friday, but for a lot of you right now at adultwrestlingfan.com. Please share it. Hit the hashtag Adult Wrestling Fan. Show everybody you're loud and proud. Remember, we are grassroots. We want to do bigger and better things. Just kidding, share helps a lot. We are we are word of mouth, so help it. And thank you, everyone, who made this thing possible. Check out the stand-up special. Let me know if you dig it. AdultWrestlingFan.com. Hey, and check out the Adult Wrestling Fan t-shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. That's it. Hey, everybody, have a merry Royal Rumble. Check for, oh, we got the Royal Rumble pool going on the Facebook page. A lot going on, man. This community is getting fucking spicy. No way we are in the... Brown Town. Absolutely no way. Okay, everybody, enjoy your Royal Rumble. Be a proud, ad- loud adult pro wrestling fan and keep watching Wrestling Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.